Hey, yo, Flip. Yo. I'm going to put you on some fire, man. They got this new bed wash company. They got the lotion and the, the everything. What's their name? They got a recovery room. It's What's out- the name? Maestro's, Maestro's Classic. Hey, money's up front. I'm I'll, put put you, you I'll put you on. I'll put you on. I'll put you on the Maestro's, sure? man. You forgot the way I brought you? You forgot where I brought you oh, up there? Oh, man. You forgot? You forgot man. about Ghost? All right, all right. Who's his name? Ghost. You know again? He cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost is cool, man. Yo, make sure you get your Maestro's Classic Bed Care products yes. today at Target. CVS mm-hmm. or go on maestrosclassic.com and use the promo code QueensFlip to get 10% off. 10%, that's it? I thought, Ten- you, I thought it was free if you put your... Are you crazy? All right, I get it. Make sure you go there today. Log on maestroswithas.com. I'm from Queens. G-Money! Yo. What's up, man? What's good? What's good? <sighs> long days, long nights. You know what I'm saying? The, the script podcast, man. What's you going what on with you, man? I'm good, man. Shout out to Mice Shows one time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been paying Mice Shows their respects. So, yeah, so, you know. Yeah, our sponsors. Look. You did the hat on, too, the hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't match at all, man. <laughs> but, you know, that's when your sponsors is paying. You got to come together and put it together as just, possible. Just, just wear whatever, right? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. Shout out to um, shout out to BKV NYC too. They, they, they always they always throw me some some yeah, nice. I ain't gonna lie, I be hating when you do that. Some bro. nice little joints. You, you know be giving what I mean? these niggas shine, bro. You I mean, I mean, listen, these niggas, bro. I mean, who said they're not paying? I mean, I, I don't oh. know what's going on out here. What's up, man? Hold on. Oh, <laughs> what's going oh. on? Here? Hold on. Let's talk about it. Listen, you want Gee. your you want your product to show to be shown on the script podcast. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Hit the cash out one time. Let's get right. Nah, that's that's fire. Flip, I mean, flip not gonna wear that shit though. But you know, you gave me up and then, you know we we situate some. Somebody saw me, sent me a long message as far as like y'all be reaching out and G Money's the coolest and you a jerk. I'm like <laughs> G Money is a nigga that wanna speak. I, you know what I mean? I always anybody who know me know I always been like that. Mm. I always was like that. I don't really want to talk to nobody, man. But you know they, they I guess you know what it is with me though. I know what it feels like to try to hit somebody up that's in a in position. You know what I'm saying? And they, they they don't always respond. Like you know, we ain't gonna name drop, but certain certain artists, certain DJs, I done hit up. You know, on a yeah, what's popping? What's going on? How you feeling? Happy holidays! Like on some regular, just try to get homie time, and then it's, it's a curve until something's popping. Then it's like, oh gee, what's good, bro? So anybody hit me up on on a, on a, you know, if you DM me or if you you know text me, I try I try to respond to it. I don't I don't have everybody back, but I try to respond they said to that. They, they they curse me out. I try to respond to everybody. Or if, I, if you see me in the street, I try to stop and talk to you. Like, well, I have a that. conversation. I, I yeah, so you, you, you yeah, probably, I yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> You know what I mean? But I feel good. I'm excited about the next interview, yes. our next guest, but we can't yes. announce it yet. But you oh, John, John. <laughs> I'm, dr- I'm, I'm drinking lemon water. Really? Freshly sque- yeah, freshly squeezed. In two cups like this? Yeah, well, you know, I try to front like it's, it's a surzerp. <laughs> what you been drinking on? <laughs> oh, okay. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Hey, John, you can't talk yet, man. Slow down. You know, you're laughing back there. You got to clap silently. We didn't introduce you yet. Lies, <laughs> homie. But I feel good. Flip the script is doing good. Um, That's not. Yeah, you know. Uh, our uh, <laughs> Our assistant, you uh-huh. know, she has left us, but. Mm. You know, she said she'd stick around until we finish our situation. But she didn't change the the episode. Uh, can mm. you give me a, a sound effect, please? Uh, yeah, she didn't change the episode. And, but, you know, people like her. You know, I've been trying to fire her for a long time, and she beat me to the punch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I feel good. I'm yes. excited. Listen, man, if y'all want, like I said, your yeah, product, oh, yeah. Clothing line worn by G Money or myself, you know, send us a message at DM him at uh, DJ G Money 156 or send it flip the script pod. You gonna wear it too? 
If they, yeah. No, you're not. People been asking me, bro. I was like, yo, he ain't going to do it. Just send me the package, bro. It's all right. <laughs> I be curving your shit. Wow. Because <laughs> you always tell me, nah, I'm getting it. Come on, G. We had a different. Uh, yeah, so you going to wait? I'll start, I'll start if, getting some stretch for you. No, 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 no. Let me know. I'm all right. I'm, all right. I'm, all right. I'm good. I'm good. You good? I'll tell you why. All right, yeah. cool. But G Money. Yo. Episode. Hold the fuck up. It's gonna be a long night. Getting this up myself because I already know where this is going. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of history in this building. Mm. We're gonna put some respect on her name, but I wait for you, man. G Money, yo, episode motherfucking one sixteen. Nigga, we made it. We got a special guest. Uh oh. Oh, Jaja. <laughs> Knew for a long time. Probably don't remember me. But, you know, she showed me a lot of love. Back in your rapping days? Yeah, man, when I, when I started, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I was doing under the scenes shit like that. Yet you had bars? Nah. Oh. Not yet, you know what I'm saying? We got Jaja in the building. Please, round of applause for her again. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's yeah. up, man? How you doing? What's up? How y'all doing? I'm glad y'all happy to be here. You see what I'm saying? Thank y'all for you know interviewing me. I appreciate it. It's all love. Appreciate love you. Family. Appreciate you. Good looking. Thank you. Like from the West Coast. That's what they say. I, I be on my Cali shit sometimes. Mm. Compton, Compton. I be on my Cali shit sometimes. I be out. You know, I got this freestyle out so everywhere. I be everywhere with it. You see what I'm saying? So, shout out to Queens. Shout out to Queens. Flip G Money. You see what I'm saying? Miami, Harlem, mm. Brooklyn. Long Island, Terrace Ave, Cali, Oklahoma. I done been some everywhere, literally. Atlanta, mm. you know what I mean? So, And we back where it all started from, you know what I mean? New York City, getting things back situated. Been down for four years. Then had to do two years on paper for not snitching. A lot of people don't know about that, what that's really like. So, you know. Before we get there, first of all, pull the mic a little close. You know, I want you to relax. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> so I ain't relax. too familiar with things being like that type close to my face like that. That's yeah, why I, I had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's got jokes. I asked. I asked. I asked. I said, you know, two sources. Like, man, Jaja was not fucking niggas, bro. Because you said, I watched the interview. I said, yo, Cam. Uh, oh, <laughs> I said, yo, killer, was she fucking niggas? He said, no. Bino, was she fucking niggas? Nah. <laughs> nah. Two parties. <laughs> two reliable sources. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah. I know they was on you. It was on you yeah. back in the days, yeah. but. Nah, 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 Cam and no girl. You was all respect. Oh, yeah, the niggas. I'm a pretty female, too. You know, I do what I want to do. Like, I'm on my I'm on my, my thug GT shit now, but, you know, Jaja comes out when it's like a real big bag. Like, when I'm doing endorsements and corporate meetings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do what I want. Like, I don't want people to put me in no box and be like, oh, this is how you... No, I do... I literally do what I want. If you go back and follow me on YouTube, you see. I switch it up, I do me. You see what I'm saying? It's just... I'm just more thorough. I'm on my thorough shit right now. I have to get back acclimated into this industry stuff. You see what I'm saying? So, Mm. (laughs) been down for a little minute, you know. Swimming with the sharks, literally. Oh, (laughs) get to that. Slow down. Slow down. (laughs) We we let Up here, we take things step... By step by step, it's like climbing the stairs. It's like having a baby. First, you, you have the baby, you crawl, 
Then you walk, okay. and then you fly. Gotcha. I'm not having a baby. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, so we're going to send you. it off to college, too, huh? while we're here? We're going to have the baby crawl, walk in, and send it off to college? It's going to graduate also? Well, a lot of things in the hood don't go to college, but yeah. <laughs> Let's send them off to college, man. Yo, so where you from originally? Originally born and raised in Miami. Um, grew up there. Went to college for one year. When I was 18, I moved to New York. Mm. And so it's like kind of like Miami slash New York a little bit. Got you, got you. My adult life, I lived out here. You see what I'm saying? Until I got locked up. So how was Miami? You know when you were living there. To me, how was it? Palm trees, what tropical. <laughs> like I lived right down the street from the strip club, Rolex and Cocos and all that type mm. of stuff. But I was like super smart and super super sheltered. So it's like you had two opportunities. I lived right in Opalaka in the hood. So um, my parents were both in my life. At the time, you see mm. what I'm saying? They still are now. And um, I just chose to go to school, and, you know, my mom wasn't really with the let me go out, hang out with people, so I was very introverted. Um, the youngest, you know, my brothers and sisters were like 12, 13, 14 years older than me. Mm. So our lives was a little bit different. Like when they were growing up, you know, as your parents get older, <laughs> they know how to, you know, pretty much do different things um, right. with raising their children. So... You know, I just, I always loved music. I always had a dream for music. Parents wasn't very supportive of that because I was so intelligent that they were like, you know, my parents are old school. You see what I'm saying? So right, they right. like, the only people who turn to music are like people who don't have no other opportunities. Like, you have mm. opportunities. And I was like, this is my heart. This is my life. This is what I want to do. I'm really good at it. And everybody else would be like, yo, your daughter is dope. Like, mm. she's really good. So, you know, they wasn't for that. So when I got turned 18, I went to college. I did one year there. Um, at FAMU, and then I just happened to come to New York on a humbug, and that's when I met uh, Cam them the first day I got here, and it was just, you know, over from that point as far as that. But I've always wanted to do music. That's always been my heart. 3.8 GPA, double majored in college, computer information systems, business administration management. Damn. Yeah, like, probably should have stayed there. I probably wouldn't have wound up in the feds, but, you know, shit happens. You know what I mean? I'm not perfect. <laughs> So what was your, on um, like backup plan, I guess, or so to speak, if if you had one when um, you in Miami? I didn't really have a back. I just always it was knew always music, 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 music. I did. I went to school to make my parents happy. Right. And really, when I moved to New York, um, the the guy who was who brought me into Diplet Dip, Dipset to meet them was managing me. Told me that he was going to pay for me to go to school. While I came up here, but when I moved up here, it was a total different story. You see what I'm saying? So, and I didn't want to go tell my parents, oh, y'all was right. This right, ain't right, working. Right. So I just thugged it out. You see what I'm saying? But honestly, that was probably like not such a good decision that I made to like leave. I don't feel like, I, I feel like I should have just stayed a little bit and right, probably right. finished it out. That's always a regret that I kind of had. Hold on. So take us through the steps now. You, you you're in Miami. You know you you're you're a young a young lady. Um, mm -hmm. You're in school. You're very smart. Mm -hmm. Um, when did you start doing music? Like all my life. So I was like seven years old. Mm -hmm. I started writing. I was um, watching like Missy Elliott. I was like super. I remember watching her. Watching Puff, um, Jay Z, Beyonce, Usher, mm -hmm. and I was like, yo, these the way they made me feel. The way the music made me feel. I was like, this is something that I wanted to do. And I really, like, admired Missy because she wasn't all glammed up. Right. But she was so respected by males in the industry. Like, she was a songwriter. Right. And I kind of crafted 
myself in that it like in that I wanted to learn how to write also I was like it's a formula that they doing mm. and I got to figure out how do they make this stuff sound how do they make it gel so well together so that's when I just started studying her started studying Jay-Z Usher's uh performances um because I like to perform also dance and everything so I used to just study these people study them and, and re really reenact their moves and dances and everything. My my brother's like, why are you running around here like a little boy that's walking around with these tight drawers in your head? I was, you know, I used to slide across the floor. Yeah, yeah. I used to know how to do all of that type of stuff. So I've been a music junkie all my life. You know what I mean? I've always, I've always known that music was what I wanted to do. Um, what what what's your uh, ethnic background? What was your parents? People always ask me that. Flip, I'm black. They don't believe me though. Nobody believes me. I'm 100% black. That's what I think I am. We might got like a little Indian in my family. I might do, but the people think I'm Haitian. I go to Dominican Republic. They think I'm Dominican. And I'm like, you know, I, I ain't going to front. I got to stay in the in Dominican Republic Punta Cana for free. They thought I was Dominican. They let me stay there an extra night. Wow. All I had to do was leave them some lipstick. And they like stuff like that for whatever right, reason. Right. They ain't really want the money. They wanted the stuff that Americans had. They let me stay there. They was talking to me in Spanish. I just was shaking my head like I understood it. You know what I mean? Appreciate you. Roll with the punches, right? <laughs> but, but yeah, why, roll with the punches. <laughs> yeah. Since everybody asked you that, why you didn't ask your parents what you were? What you were? Because they black, Flip. No, but you got to ask them the ethnic background. They, you, your hair was... <laughs> look, 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 look. Here we go with this. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I, I, I love the fact that you love to be black. We all love to be black, but you have a little bit mixed shit in your body. We might, and if I can get a check for that, I'm gonna find out because people let me know that I may be able to get a check. So I'm gonna have to dig deep because somebody owed me some forty acres and a mule. If that's Just the case, ask your parents. I asked and they tell me I'm black. <laughs> no, they didn't. Don't lie on those, those I promise people. you. My father Mom, might be like... where your mother from? Where your father from? Dad, where your mother from? Where your my, father my from? My mom's from Georgia. Her family's from Madison, Florida. My, no, my mom's from Florida. Her family's from Madison, Florida. Now, they... My grandmother, God rest their soul, Althea and Lily Mae, they... They they looked a little tropical. You see what I'm saying? Like some Indians and stuff. And then my grandmother, Azora, who's on my father's side, she definitely looks like an Indian. Um... So perhaps they said some blood, like in you know, in the blood, but I don't know. You know, I really they tell they say I'm black. Like when them police pulled me over, you know, I they, I, they didn't care if I was Asia Pacific. After they they said, nigga, get out the car. We want to talk to you. We yeah, you you got some information for us. No officer will. All right, you finna do this time. Here you go to the back. So yeah, like um. Respect. Do you remember the first rhyme you wrote? I wrote so many of them. Like, I remember I went to New York with, like, 30 songs. So nobody in Miami out yeah. there got you to write in? Nobody? Because you said your parents kept yeah, the show. Yeah, like, uh, this guy school. I worked with prior to that, his name was Jack. He did um, Sudden Impact Records. He had me when I was, like, a little kid. And the crazy thing was he had, like, we was right next door to the radio station. He had this big ass studio with the SSL board. Mm -hmm. And, you uh, know, I wasn't really, I was all exposed to, like, the big stuff quote-unquote, early in life. You know, he had his stuff together. He had this artist named Madman. They actually came to my talent show at my school and would be asking, you know what I mean, my parents could um, I rap. My mother was like, hell no, she got to go to school. Like, me rap, no. My kid's going to school. So he's like, your daughter is really talented. Like, let us work with her. It was um, them. Then I worked with Po' Boy for a minute, E-Class. Um, I um, used to rap in their studio. Rick Ross actually let me in his house when I was like 15 years old. He was Teflon Don, and he freestyled with me. 
Like wow. me and like my, my best friend or whatever, just before he even popped off. So I remember when he popped, I seen him at the Radio 1 because I kind of did that record, What You Been Drinking On, before he popped. The Hustling came out like right after that. Mm. And I seen him and I'm like, I'm so proud of you. Like, I'm proud of you too. But yeah, like um, I was younger. I touched them, those type of people, you know. Um, I was around a little bit of Slip and Slide, but more so it was, um, like I said, the guy Jack, E-Class, I worked um, around with him. Um, this guy named Ump, he's like super big in Miami or whatever. So, yeah, let shout me, out to all of them. Let me ask you a question. So, and this is, you know, we're going to get a little deep. Okay. So when you were younger, were you into guys at all? I always liked women, but I tried to have a boyfriend. Because when you was a girl, you, you was a high. You know what I'm I mean, you're a girl yeah. now. Yeah. me, pawn me. I get back, like, listen, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> when when I that. bring Jaja out, like, that's like she, Jaja is a bad bitch. Jaja is a baddie, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just so you, you try that no ass, though. I, ain't no, I never had, I ain't get no ass shots. Like, I remember somebody was like, you should get some ass shots. I'm like, bitch, I'm, my pants ain't going to sag the right way if I get some ass. Like, <laughs> they, good. I knew what I was on, but they 100% didn't know what I was on, so. So when you were younger, you, you always liked women? Yeah, I used to be life. having crushes on my teachers and stuff, and. Always like women. I always got along better with, well, no, I get along with dudes too, but it was just, you know how women have that cattiness towards each other? Mm. They never had a cattiness towards me. Like, we always got along. It was always, like, no issues. So when did you try to have a boyfriend? At what age? Like 15, 16. We ain't never do nothing, but he was trying to do something, but it was just uncomfortable. That's how I knew. I was like, oh, this might not be for you, my nigga. Like, you supposed to be at the age. You supposed to be popping. And all your other friends is popping. I used to lie to them and be like, they like, did you on such and such? I was like, yeah, we did. But nah, we never did nothing. But it's like 15, 16, tried to, I went to prom with him and everything. I paid for the car rental. He was mad because I was driving his Bentley. I was driving. He wanted to drive in front of his friends. I dropped him off home and went to go oh, mess with shit. another chick. I went to the Grand Prix with her. We was riding around. <laughs> well, hold on. That's fine. Because <laughs> he was, had an attitude, though. It's like, you know how y'all get when, like, y'all girl, like, she have an attitude and she's embarrassing you in front of y'all friends. So you like, bitch, hold on, wait. Like, that's kind of how I treat it. Not in the sense, but I'm like, what you want to do? So he has an attitude because I'm not letting him drive the car. But my father had already said, I pay for this. You're not finna... This car costs $2,500 a day. Like, we not letting them. Nigga. This nigga's supposed to pay for the car if that's the case. You know what I'm saying? So nobody can't drive. You're not supposed to even be driving it. You're not 21. So um, he got an attitude, and he was, like, not friendly to, like, the company that I had around. So I was like, all right, what you want to do? And he was like, he ain't say nothing. So I was like, all right, let's go. We out. I was like, I'm going to hit you back later. I dropped him off home. He was calling my mom. My mom was like, what you doing such and such? He, he calling back and back. I'm like, I left that nigga. I'm at the Grand Prix. I was being a thought, chasing, running around, doing some other things. So, I mean, I try. I really did try. And I don't have a problem with men. Like I, like I said, I get along great with men. I know I'm a female, not trying to be a dude. I just like to dress really good on both ends. You see what I'm saying? I got a whole lot of splash. But um, hmm. it just didn't work out as far as that. You know what I mean? So, so, the, so being young, it didn't work out in the men department. So you still just females all the way. Yeah, but, like, y'all never did nothing to me, though. Like, I'm not, you know how some people have, like, horror stories about dude, like, they broke your heart. I actually, like, felt like if I was to be with a dude, like, I would be able to get married like that. Like, like I would be, you know, like, I wouldn't have a problem. You know how women have problems finding men? I was like, I never had, like, you know, I don't think I would have a problem with that, you know? I just think that it just, the 
you know, something in the water. My parents had me too old. I think that's what it was. They had me too. They should have had me when they had my brothers and sisters. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. But shout out to all the handsome dudes out there. If that's it, that, oh, that's any consolation. Niggas still be trying to holler at you? Some of them do. I'm like a pretty female in the sense. I'm not like a manly, like, I'm thorough because I just, I keep it G. But I'm not like a female who think they're a dude. So I don't, like, you know, I don't mess with y'all egos like that. Mm. Like, even though I come splashy and everything, you know, as long as everybody's respectful, I'm mm. not trying to outdo you. And you know what I mean? Right. Like, I can never be a man. I don't have a, a, a real, you know what I mean, penis or whatever. <laughs> so I know that. There's a lot of people who don't, you know, understand the dynamic of it. And really, honestly, like, the girls like the fact that you a girl that, but you a little edgy. You just go, you can run with that. You ain't gotta be trying to be no whole dude. You know what I mean? Just be yourself. If that's in you, then that's in you. But me personally, like I just like I've always liked sneakers. I've always liked to be comfortable. You know what I mean? If mm. I do a show, I'm more comfortable just like this because I can give you the appropriate show. Mm. When some hills, I used to be having to hold on to dudes and hold the mic because <laughs> I couldn't really walk in them. That wasn't my thing. Right. But I was very pretty at doing it. You know, if you want to take a photo shoot, great, no problem. But if you really want to get the best money for your show, yeah, you probably want me to take them hills off because it's not gonna, you know, I ain't gonna, I can't walk and fall bust my ass. Mm -hmm. You know, so. So take us now. Um, go back to you know you you say at, at, um, eighteen you left to go to come to New York. Yeah, so 18, I'm 18 years old, and um, pretty much my cousin Diane, shout out to my cousin Diane on Gert, they took me in. Mm -hmm. um, DJ Duya, my cousin Corey. But uh, I'm just going on, we on, on school break. Mm -hmm. I, I I had, my father just bought me an apartment. See what I'm saying? Like, just pay like $7,000. I just convinced these niggas to get me my own spot because I was living on campus. I was like, yo. Y'all paying way too much. I wanted to get out anyways, and I was super smart in math. I'm, I broke the numbers down. I'm like, yo, y'all paying like ten thousand dollars for me to stay somewhere, and I'm I'm I don't even eat the food. Like another thousand dollars for the food plan. I say, well, if you pay this, it equals out to this per year. You getting off cheaper, and plus I get my own space. So he's like, I, you know, we make it happen or whatever. So they did. I had just got the apartment. Then I just came up there like August. You know, just to look around, I had, like, researched all the companies. And um, I researched Def Jam. I thought it was on Varick Street at the time. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't, though. I was at the Universal Building off of 8th Avenue, I think. And um, I'm just standing out trying to get out because it was raining. And I had, like, this afro at the time. And the guy, Big Joe, comes. He used to manage Cam. Mm -hmm. And he comes, and he's like, yo, what you do? And I looked at him like, cause I thought he was a pimp. Because, like, my family's like, watch out for the pimps. They're going to deal. They'll try to pimp you out there. Don't be just standing outside. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, what the hell? He was like, oh, I'm Big Joe. I manage Cameron and Dipset, Joel Santana. I'm like, oh, shit, my name. At the time, it was Styles. And um, he was like, well, if you hot, we're going to fuck with you right now. If you're not, we're going to kick you out of the office. I say, well, shit, nigga, I'm staying in the office then. What's popping? Wait, so you, you, you can't, this is the first day? The first day I met um, Joe, Cam, Jim. Uh, Jewels. It was Jewels' album listening party when he had dropped uh, his first album. It's your first day in New York, though. My first day in New York. <laughs> Researched it. Mm. Um, came to New York. My first day I met them. I'm sitting in Jay Z and Dame Dash office at, up in Def Jam. Mm. I'm seeing Zeke walk by, Jewels walk by, because I was like, this shit ain't for real. It ain't gonna happen like this. 
seeing Zeke walk by, L's walk by, they got the diamonds on, I'm seeing young guns walk by. Mm. All these I just seen them on TV. You see what I'm saying? I just seen Santana Town on TV. I'm like, yo, it's crazy how this finna run. This ain't gonna be right. So um Joe had a Cadillac truck. He was like, yo, I can't um listen to your stuff now. We gonna come to the, the album release party with us. And, you know, we'll check it out on the way. So, um, Jim gets in the back of the of the truck. Joel's had the little Z, the white Z or whatever he came. And I had a record called Yaya, Ichi Ichi Yaya. And he played it. Jewel, he rolled the window down for Joel's. He was like, that's her, who that is? He was like, that's her. And he was like, oh, what? And so Jim is like, yo, she got a voice like Michael Jackson. Your voice is like, wow, unique. It's different or whatever. And, um, and so he's like, I'm like, but I'm not a street artist, because I wasn't. I was square. You see what I'm saying? I'm like, all I know how to do is write records. I don't, I'm not into, I don't know nothing about the streets. He was like, that's how we already got the streets. We need that, 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 that element or whatever. So Joe is like, well, we can take you to meet Cam or whatever like that. So I, I think Jim gets out and gets in, in his car or whatever, and we go down there. And next thing you know, Cam is there at the, the listening party, the album party. Duke the God, Freaky, all, like all of them was around. You see, and I think Freaky was locked up still. He came out after I did the What You Been Drinking on record, but all of them was around. Hell Rail, J.R. Ryder, and it's just like, you know, um, from that moment, like they was just like, just come around, just keep writing, come fuck with us. You see what I'm saying? And we see what happened. Joe was like, yo, you need to be in New York. And I'm like, I'm just got about to start back school, nigga. I can't come up here. He's like, I'm gonna pay for you to go to school. But that didn't happen. But anyways, um, I came and I thugged it out. Like, Jewels, shout out to Jewels, Free Jewels. Um, he had the studio in um, New Jersey. And he was like, anytime, you know, it's free, you just come and you, you record. You see what I'm saying? Like, and get your shit out. You see what I'm saying? Just keep writing, just keep writing. So he allowed me to come to his studio, record. Um, one day, it was about the, I think Cam was working on his Purple Haze album, and they was working on Dip Diplomatic Immunity too. And I had this record gift from around me. And I'm like, yo, Els, can you get on this hook? Like I like I sung it for him. And I'm like, my, my producer, cause I like had a whole different other sound. Like, you know, I'm from Miami, the South, so my produ I had already had my producers and everything. So they would send me records. Like, I'm like, yo, I'm working with Dipset. So they just be sending me like beats and stuff. So I'm like, Els, you know, could you um get on this record? And I sung it for him, get from around me, get from around me. And he was like, yo, that shit hot. So when I laid my verse or whatever, Cam had came in or whatever, and he heard, he was like, yo, save me eight bars on that shit. I'm putting that shit on the album. And then everything just went from there. Like, next thing you know, they did the photo shoot, and they put my picture. They I wasn't on the actual cover of the Dipset because I understand now I wasn't signed to them. You know what I mean? But they put me on the bus, and then he was like, shout out to Jaja. We got Miami in the building. Then everybody's like, you the first lady of Dipset, you know, and it just it just went from there. I just kept writing, kept being around, kept grinding, you see what I'm saying? But, you know, other incidents happened, and, you know. So, <clears throat> here we go. That's what you wanted anyway, Jaja. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Let me put this down, because I'm about to get at you a little bit. Before you get to her, I want to I know oh, something real quick. Okay, real quick, real quick. Let me put it back up. So, we heard the, the story, right? I want to know because it sounded like it was a real easy process for you to get around these guys, and like you know, like what was it that easy, or was it the management, or what was it really? 
it was like right place, right time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was God. It was all in everything in one. Um, I don't think I would have got to them that easy if it wasn't for Joe, cause he like pretty much walked me in. Like if y'all know Joe, y'all know how he is. He always mm-hmm. got something or somebody around or whatever. So um, he pretty much walked me in, and I guess they seen the potential. So you know they 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 let me come around. Like and in the beginning. I didn't understand the opportunity or I didn't understand them because I never knew them. You right. see what I'm saying? But that was in the highest side. Like, Cam is, is, is a businessman. You see what I'm saying? Shout out to Cam. So the fact that he even mentioned my name or even got on any record and I had no paperwork with him spoke volumes about my talent and mm-hmm. how he really kind of seen me. Like, you see what I'm saying? Because Cam don't do that type of stuff. Like, Cam is nothing. If Cam, nothing gets past Ain't nothing going off on Dipset without Cam approval. He owns Dipset. That's Dipset. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for him to allow that to happen, you know what I mean? That was a big... For him to even rap on the record, because they the hottest group in New York at this time. You see what I'm saying? These niggas are charging. And I didn't... As I'm sitting down, in hindsight, thinking about it now, like, yo, Juel's getting like 30000 a record. 20000 Cam get fifty, forty. He's a legend. You see what I'm saying? And these niggas are doing records with you for free on the house just because you a good writer and you you on your shit nigga that's big you see what i'm saying so it's like um that was just god you know what i mean in 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 the making of things you know but other things transpired that you know shit happens (laughs) Mm. are you ready to go nah you know So, you with Cam, and I first it, went to um was yeah. with Cam first. Yeah, yes. Big Joe brought me to Cam then first. Okay, now tell us the transition with Capo. How you got with you know with with Jim Jones? Um, how I got with see, I didn't know that it was an issue or it was a separation when I first got there. I didn't know there were different entities. I thought honestly from the outside looking in, you gotta understand. I'm just watching these guys on on video and everything looks, you know what I mean? So that's my mindset. I'm thinking that uh, Dipset is owned by both of them at the time. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that until down the road. Well, let um, me correct you. Cam owned Diplomatic Community. Cam owns Dipset. (laughs) No. After he, after Killer, I spoke to him today, he confirmed it. After Killer... He owned Dipset, the record of Dip. After Killer copywrote Bird Gang. Cause yeah, he, did. he owns all that. He made it. But, <laughs> but I but, didn't know it was a separation. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah, but Jim, after Cam did that, Jim went and copywrote the word Dipset. Oh, I, he ain't copywrote Cam ain't had that? Cam no, be trademarking Cam dip, everything. Cam, I, I'm surprised yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He told me. You know, I, 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 I spoke to him and he told me that um, he. Um, um, he admitted to me because I saw an interview that you did, and you said that Cam. So I called. I'm like, Yo, Killer, you earn, you own Bird Gang? Cause I ain't no even when I was around. And he was like, Yeah, cause I he, he apparently um he asked. He came up to Capo and was like, Yo, you you planning on dipping off? And you know, Jim said Nah. So he earned the rights to Bird Gang, and then what Jim did was own the rights to, not own the rights, but copywrote the name Dipset. Well, but who owns the trademark though? Cause copyright is different from trademark. 
trademark is way bigger than the copyright. You talking about the bird and diplomats? Dipset, like yeah, diplomat. Like who? I, I think Dipset is the abbreviation of diplomats. Yeah, I think Killer owns diplomats record. records and yeah. diplomats, the bird and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's the big thing. <laughs> that is the big thing. Yeah, yeah. So, but also you have to they have to check in with if but if Capo owns Dipset, you still he still has some sort of not as far as diplomats, but validity as far as the the, the Dipset. When I first got there, I thought it was all one. I didn't gotcha, know yeah. that it was no you know a, a issue between them two. Like it was never displayed, and like I told you, like I was like a lab rat, a studio rat. So all I did was want to do music. The the what was I I never really I tuned out everything as I didn't want to go to the club with niggas I didn't want to party with niggas they thought I, I can understand like kind of why Cam was a little standoffish at first because if you think about it he's a street dude you see what I'm saying and this girl just comes from out of nowhere get planted in the group these are a bunch of fly ass niggas now they the flyest niggas in New York at the time you see what I'm saying they they get bitches and you got this chick from Miami Florida you see what I'm saying that. She ain't, she ain't trying to pop. She don't smoke weed. She ain't going to no clubs. All she want to do is just sit in the studio and do music. You're going to be like, what? Something up with her. What's up with Shorty? You know what I'm saying? So niggas was kind of hesitant. Well, you know, he was just trying to fill out this, like, see, like, what I was really about. But in the interim of that, um, Jim came to me, and he was like, we was um we was at Def Jam, I think. He pulled up in, in the truck. He was like, yo, Jaja. That record get from around me, like one of the hardest records on, on, on Diplomatic Community too. I need one of that for my new album. We'll come to the studio. I'm like, I got you, Jim, no problem. Anybody who asked me to do something, you know what I mean? Like, I just did a record because I was for the team. You see what I'm saying? Like, they showed me love. So in return, that's how I, I'm a loyal person. That's how I was on it. So we was on the Purple Haze tour slash Diplomatic Community 2 tour. And um, we stopped in Virginia. And my producer that I had, Hannon, at the time, um, which I got him a deal with Timberland after this shit, but like, um, Han and we stopped, I called him, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna be in town, we got a, we on tour, Jim said he need another record, like, get from around me, so come through, we gonna co-produce this, we gonna make it happen, I'm gonna lay it down here, or whatever, cause he had something on his keyboard where you could like do a reference, so I was like, I'm gonna lay it down, and then I'm gonna go back to the studio and present it to him, but we gotta finish this tonight, cause we only in town for the night, so he comes through with his keyboard, big ass keyboard, and... He, like, starts playing stuff, and I'm like, add this, add that. And then it just came up, what you been drinking? Uh, what you, you ain't drunk, Cole? So um, I laid it down, and I, Jim was recording out of Harlem at the time, like some studio, I think, on 125th or in that area. And uh, I laid it. He was like, yo, actually hard. At first he was trying to get, like, T.I. on it. Somebody, T.I., another T.I. and somebody else. And um, I remember them niggas left me. They went to Miami. I'm from Miami. They left me in New York City, went to Miami, and um, next thing you know, I get a call, and it's Jim, he's like, yo, we gonna finish you the video for that record, Puff just got on the record, or whatever, and for whatever reason, my, my producer, because they was trying to push a lot of Max stuff, Max had just came too, so Jim was, like, Jim was, Max was Jim artist, you see what I'm saying, like, that's, Bruno had brought Max to Jim, you see what I'm saying, me, I was like, up in the air in a sense because he would always be like oh, Jaja I want to fuck with you but I don't want Cam and Big Joe to come in the picture and snatch you back up if I if I after I get you hot and in hindsight now you know realizing I see why he said that because me before I was like why would you say that if we all if y'all both signed I thought I'm thinking I would be signed to both of them like because it's a company so in my mind I'm like why would you say that if you know what I mean I thought 
I would be signed to you and Kim. You know what I mean? Like, that's what the how it was. But I never really questioned it because it wasn't, for me, the proper timing. You know, I just was working. See what I'm saying? So um, come to find out, when niggas get back in town, like Jim Homies or whatever, they like, yo, Jaja Puff is looking for you. And I'm like, what you mean? Jim said he got him on the record. He's like, nah, Puff picked that record. Jim ain't get him on that record. Then he was trying to push Mac shit. Like, he played, like, 18 records of Mac stuff. And um, Puff, like, the engineer was like, there's one record left. Got Jaja record. And um, he played, and they was like, Puff was like, yo, where the girl at? And that's when he was like, oh, that's my artist. You see what I'm saying? Like, so that's when the whole... I guess, you know, the birth gang thing came about or whatever. And I guess him and Cam had their little tension at the time. So it may have looked like I was picking sides, but I just thought I was, he had a project. I was helping him with his project, just like if it was Joel's or Cam or anybody, I would be there the same type of way. But it just went, it shit just started rolling. You know what I mean? Like I'd be in the studio with Jim Moore. So then Cam or whatever, help him, you know, on records, like um, the diary record. Um, honey dip like just do references for him you see what I'm saying like most of that southern sound and stuff or whatever like you know just do re references for him and he took me on tour and you know but I never really said 100% like you know I dip said Bergang I thought it was the same thing like it, until I got that contract and then I, my attorney you know broke it down and I figured out what it really was between them two or whatever. But it wasn't until, like, he gave me the contract, the same contract that he gave Max to sign. Max signed his, I didn't sign mine. Um, when he gave me that contract, then that's when I was like, oh, I get it. Oh, boy, here we go. So um, um, that's pretty much how I met Jim. Like, he asked me to write a record. I wrote a record. Puff liked it. And that's when he, like, kind of snatched me up on the How many, how many uh, months were y'all in? When that whole situation happened, as far as like Puff liking the record, how many months? This, this was um, when did that record come out? I don't know what. I'm, I know like I probably had like a four year stint with Jim. Them, um, the record came out what 2005, I think. Not that long. Like it was, we wrote. I wrote the record, and he just thought, you know, you know, how people be playing stuff references to people that they look up to, uh -huh. and so you know, he was just trying to get, I guess. No, I'm just saying, like before that record popped off, or you know, like how long you been with? Been around Coppa on them, like? Um, about a year. A year? A year. Probably like a year. Yeah. When did you meet Stack? I met Stack. Stacks came after the What You Been Drinking. Mm -hmm. I heard about him because he used to be rapping with Clue when I was up here at Fab and all that type of stuff. I used to That's hear him true. freestyling. And I was like, this nigga going crazy on this shit. Like, you know who this nigga is? It's crazy. So um, it was like a little bit, I don't know if it was right after Max got locked up, or maybe a little bit before Max got locked up, he came like on the Hustlers poem album when he started like rapping like it was me, Stacks, Murder, Mel, um, Free Motherfucking Melly too. It was Melly, uh, Stacks, Bino. He started bringing Bino around, and we just almost we just hit it off immediately. He was a good, humble soul, you know what I mean, a hard worker. And he was a lyricist, but he he also had like that superstar quality about himself like when you walk in the room like niggas respects that you see what i'm saying like niggas know you know what i mean and then he just started doing that you know what i mean i was just like it used to send like chills on my spine. i'm like yo this nigga right here is nice and we just started working together you know what i mean Do you so know that was the, about 2006 i think what about um <clears throat> did you hear the original reference to ball and stacks wrote that yeah. people don't know that people think that 
um, when like he would ask me like my input on it, like I helped him a little bit. But Stax wrote that record. Like that's like Stax put that's Stax input. I know Max said that you know he wrote it, but I think Max was locked up when that record got produced and and created. To be honest with you, just well, to I give thought, my man I, I heard it was for uh, D for L or Laffy Taffy. I think they were on the record originally. I don't know. I know he. I know Stax fingerprints is all even on the remix that's Stack's whole fingerprints that's his whole everything he'd just be like yo sis what you think I should say here and I just give him like a little seasoning but that's Stack's record like Stax wrote that record and I don't know why you know I understand why you know people would say that they wrote it because I guess they was going through their little thing free my nigga Max too you see what I'm saying like we are family but I gotta give my brother his just due like people don't know a lot of people don't know that like Stack's imprint is on that record Oh, so. yeah. The people that need to know, they know, but you just put it out to the public. Uh, I'm putting the people who, who think when I'm putting out to the public, like, you know what I mean? I repeat my brother. I'm, I'm going to keep it 100 with him all, all day. As long as I, I'm breathing and living, y'all going y'all gonna to know about Riot Squad and Stacks. Hmm. You know what's crazy? I, I think people heard about that, him writing that after he passed more so. You know, mm-hmm. I, I heard, like, little people talking about it afterwards, after, after Stacks passed, and they started to give him his just due. You know what I'm saying? So before that, I don't know if it was like a hush hush thing with, with the team or did it. I think like him and was like know. him and Max was going at it. Like I think Max was going at Jim then, and niggas wasn't really objective to it. Mm. So that's why niggas kind of just let, you know, um, it just be because right. Max was going Max was going ham, and like I said, he wasn't objective to it. So nobody was like questioning it because you know we didn't really care. We just. <laughs> When, when did you meet Max B? I met Max when he came around. As soon as Max got out of jail, um, Bruno had brought him around Jim. And Max was a good soul, funny character, like real cool, laid back, always make you laugh. And that nigga just, his his whole energy was just like, he came in with that wave stuff. You know what I mean? Like he came mm-hmm. in with prolific and, and, and his, it was just, he had that voice, you know what I mean? And he always came in with bigger veil. You know what I mean? I was like, Max, what does Bigger Veil mean? He's like Pocket Biggie and, 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 and Jay-Z, nigga. Like, I'm like, wow. So um, Jim knew he had a jewel, like, with with all of us. He definitely knew he had a jewel with Max and Stax and myself. Um, and Max was just going, Max was the hook nigga for Jim. You see what I'm saying? Like, that nigga lay some, like, that's, he pretty much laid the hook down. Then Jim get on, on the verses and, and, and do his thing. You see what I'm saying? And... That was pretty like he kind of had his squad like that was the when Stax came that was that was pretty much it like we had Bird Gang like in a sense at one point hotter than Dipset like and that's no disrespect but it was one point where the streets was like Bird Gang all the way out you see what I'm saying like so um, but yeah Max came he did his numbers like Max would do like this is how the studio setup went. It'll be like a collective group thing. They would book it from inquire from like nine o'clock in the night to nine o'clock in the morning. Mm. So all the dudes would be there. They like they go from nine o'clock. Jim probably get there a little bit later because he was probably in meetings and stuff. And um, they go from probably nine until maybe two or three. And then I get like the scrap sessions. Like where everybody did go to the club, mm. I'll be able to like utilize that studio time for, to make my records or whatever. But during those like the peak hours, it's like Bird Gang time. Like you know niggas working on Jim album and and the Bird Gang projects and things of that nature, doing features and stuff. Mm. 
Max come there and do like four or five hooks in like two hours, an hour. You know, that boy's a beast. You see what I'm saying? Stax is a beast. I'm a beast. Like, we something to be reckoned with. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, so let's get to the, you know, so when did the issues with, with, with you and Jim get started? Um. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's what you doing, Flip? That's what you doing, G Money? I mean, you know, let's just, just, just talk about it. Um, what you, wait, hold up. What you mean that's what we doing? What you thought? What you, what you <laughs> been drinking on, nigga? You forgot? <laughs> what you thought? Yeah, yeah. I talking mean, all that shit, I watched it. You talking a lot of shit. You was in the dress in the studio. I watched it today. I, uh, yeah, I was talking. I was popping shit. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to go that route, but I yeah, was, you was calling niggas out the name. I you talking about you named them. We gave you, you was Jimmy. We gave you Jim, <laughs> Jim Jones, Jones and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we heard that. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, I ain't really gonna get all in that, but the the problems really occur <laughs> with like, you know, honestly, it wasn't monetary with Jim. Like, you know, a lot of people don't know why I kind of disappeared from that situation, but the for lack of better, and you know, like not to, Jim knows the personal. It's personal. Like Jim knows the. The 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 reason why I removed myself from that situation. Only thing I can say is I didn't appreciate how he handled the stack bundle situation. Um, mm. And you know, me and Stacks is real close. It's a lot of things that I knew what was that was going on. A lot of things I felt like he could have prevented. And you know, I feel like he didn't he didn't he didn't handle his his situation the right way, um, pre and post his death. So mm. wait wait hold up. Hold up. Wow. Oh, whoa, whoa. Uh, so time out. So let me just, let's slow down here because we, that kind of caught me by surprise. So it, that was the personal reason or you said that the reason that you stopped messing with Jim is personal. So you No, did that, that was the, that's the, I mean, I'm not going to go into detail of the, the, like, why, what about that situation, but pretty much, yeah, like. Okay, you know, so. It wasn't about no money or nothing. Money, you can get money back. I can't get my nigga, I can't get him back. Like, like it wasn't ever about no money. Like, if that's the case, I'd be shitting on everybody if it was, because I never got paid for nothing that I did. And I still was doing records. And I could have been a real bitch and sued niggas, because everything that I've done is copyrighted. Like, I own that. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I'm the first person who owns Gift from Around Me. I never got no royalties off that. I'm, I own, I'm the first person who copywrote and trademarked what you been drinking on? Way before Puff got on it, and I could have sued niggas like for that for using my name and likeness, mm. and I never did because I'm like, yo, like they gave me an opportunity. I ain't even gonna take that type of whole ass route like that. You feel me? Because at the end of the day, you I wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't for, you know what I mean? You recognize me from being with Dipset or being a part of you know Jim's situation, so I wasn't gonna go that route. You feel me? I, it's just when that happened, I couldn't really vibe with homie like that no more but wait mm-hmm. i have to stop you sorry i have to so now knowing both of them oh, i knew stack longer knowing both of them what i remember is that first of all um i didn't know i didn't know i'm not gonna sit here act like i knew the inside as far as the business dealing between the stack and jim i won't do that but i did remember hearing that jim acts stack to move from far rock and live in jersey um that's a lie hold on i didn't remember hearing that and not and not from jim um from what i know about stack personally he well if you speak to bino or whatever he loves far rockaway mm. so 
And if you know him, he'll tell you he loved Far Rockaway. Yeah, he loved Far Rockaway, but at that point in time, he was trying to get out of Far Rock. I know that personally for a fact myself. You know that personally I for a fact. I know that personally. At that point in time at that, that he was trying to get out of Far Rockaway. had he was going through issues. And he was reaching out to niggas to help him get out of that situation. See what I'm saying? So what street issues? Yeah, he's having street issues. You know what time it was, Flip? No, hold up, <laughs> hold up, hold. Hmm. So, so come on, we ain't doing no conspiracy things here, man. No, I ain't no conspiracy. Hold on, we ain't doing no conspiracy. Now to separate the cups, we ain't doing no conspiracy things here. With all due respect, if he did reach out, if he did not reach out, because when Stack was going through something, Stack. I met M.A. and Stack by King's Plaza. I don't need to get into that. But, so that probably was the time he was going through something. But what happened with him, you know, because, you know, people try to equate it with the whole gym thing. It's two separate situations. No, I'm not saying no gym, like, had nothing, like, to do as no, far I know, as... No, I know, hold on, but allow, allow me. I know you're not saying that, and I'm, and I'm happy you said that. What I'm saying is that, from what I know personally... I didn't know he called Jim about that. I know that, you know, any, anytime he needed something, he called niggas in the hood. Yeah, he Stacks uh -huh. wasn't the type of nigga that's going to run and be on no niggas' dicks just because, you know, like, Stack, he was really in a situation where he, when he reached out for help, he really needed help. Okay. Stack wasn't no type of nigga that's going, he never had his hand out to Jim for nothing. You see what I'm nah, saying? He always went and got his own. Like, Stacks is a man of his own. He was a very manly man. He was a very, he took care of his, his family. He took care of his team, like, he he was the head honcho. You see what I'm saying? So he That's never, true. the only he reached out the gym, the during his last days because he really didn't have. He was running out of options. You see what I'm saying? I'm trying to say. So it wasn't no. And you he and you he, and you remember being there, hearing that. Yourself. I talked to Stacks every day. I knew play for play, kind of what was you know what I mean, what the issue was. Like even when he went on tour, you know what I mean. He expressed the reason why he was going on. The gym was paying niggas 150 dollars on tour. See what I'm saying? Per show. The Dominican Republic and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, um, all that. Like, but mm -hmm. I'm just saying it was like. Niggas never really tripped on that because we was all loyal to Jim. See, we loved Jim. You know what I mean? Like, we felt like he was giving us an opportunity. So we wasn't really tripping about the money, but saying homie was in a situ situation where, you know, shit got funky. You know what I mean? And he reached out to niggas. Feel me? Like, I know for a fact. Like, I'm not, this is not a, something that, you know. I ain't trying to get all the way. No, whoa, 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 whoa! Ain't no escaping. No, 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 no. Waiting to exhale, nigga. This ain't. <laughs> this ain't. Who's who's waiting to? Is that a group? Hold on. So, <laughs> your thing is, and let me let me paraphrase. So, because I didn't know that part, so I'm not gonna act like I did. You know, I didn't know a part where he was going through something as far as like he reached out to other web or myself, and you know, I met up with them and it's. So I don't know the part if he reached out to Jim. Mm -hmm. I know what. To speak I know of. that part though. Okay, you know, and I, I give you that. <laughs> But, you know, unless you're saying that if Jim would have helped Stack, that situation could have been avoided. You're right. 100%. You know, because he left the club that night and it was a, it was, he was being he went watched. To go he, see, he went to go see niggas before he went to that club, though. He came to Quad Studios that night. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a lot. That's what I'm saying. I don't say it's a lot I don't know. I don't say it's a lot. Because it's a lot I do know. <laughs> don't say it's a lot I don't know. I don't know the beforehand, but I know he was being watched. Yeah. And, you know, what happened, what happened. I mean... You know, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna respect my, my homies. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you. Oh no, 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 not because of you. Slow down. I know. You, you get it. You get it. You about to get it. Oh. But I'm about to respect my <laughs> homies because you know I don't want to put. It's more about Bino, 
and the people that, you know, I don't want to put niggas in a situation. Bino know what time it is, too. Bino do, of course. Bino know what time it is, but, you know, put niggas in a situation. You know what I mean? I think, you know, I, I think me personally, I think that, uh, uh, you know, the streets know what's going on as far as that situation is concerned. And in my opinion, you know, I didn't know the things beforehand. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell you this. I didn't know before. I didn't know he reached out. I didn't know all that situation. But what I do know is that... And Stax was trying to get out the hood, though, Flip. Stax, I don't, like, that's another issue. Like, people mm-hmm. portray it like, oh, he wanted to stay in the hood. I don't know what one nigga that want to stay in the hood when they broke. Because that's what, he, that's what he divulged. Or that's what he said. So he, you know, and, 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 and let's just, that's what he said. That's Stax what he said. was trying to go to Jersey. But he wanted to live in Jersey by himself. He didn't want to live in Jersey with no... No, no group family type stuff. That oh, was so his that's own man. You know what I'm saying? That's like, what the disconnect. Because I remember, I remember the Jersey conversation. Nah, he wanted to go. He wanted to move to Jersey. He wanted. He just didn't want to move. But Jim wanted him to move with them. I mean, it was like a situation where he wanted to count on him to have a roommate. Stacks was just like, I'm a grown ass man. Yeah. I, I've been on my own for six since I was 16. That's you know true. I mean? like, so same facts. So what I'm look like living with another person for? You see what I'm saying? The money that. He was asking for wasn't like no real big, huge money. No, I understand. I understand. It was accessible at the time. So. But th- but this is what I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna, we're gonna move on as far as that is that um <clears throat> I never equated you know because people used to uh, try to equate it you know blame Jim and the reason why I never blamed Jim is because of you know some far rock shit that was that was going on. You know yeah, what I'm, nah, I'm not. So you I, can't never, blame I never I never I never looked at Jim towards in that direction at all. No, nah, you know I wasn't. And I'm not saying that he is the person who harmed Stax. No, he didn't no, harm Stax. But I'm saying, saying that. that I still ain't blame him because it was some far rock shit. But you're saying the overall situation is that if he would have helped them when he asked for help, Stack wouldn't have been in that situation in the first place. Because Stack, because we can't say if Jim would have helped him, he wouldn't have went to that club that night and I been just, followed. I to just, home. I just feel mm-hmm. like, I just feel like if you got artists who helped you make millions of dollars. See what I'm saying? Like, you got to understand that Jim was in a very powerful position due to the fact of the type of music that he was making. That music came from Max Stax and, you know, myself. You see what I'm saying? So it's like you're on Koch Records, but they're treating you like you're a major artist. Like, you're shooting your videos in millions of dollars. Like, they gave you a million-dollar contract on Koch after... You know, we came to the situation. So, and you you getting, you got one of the biggest records in the country balling. You see what I'm saying? That was the biggest record, and they playing your shit on the Giants. Uh, Stax is responsible for this biggest record. So, if I see my, if I'm, a, if I'm a label executive, you see what I'm saying? And I see my artist, and my artist comes to me and like, yo, or I just could see it, like, yo, they shot up my Porsche, they did this, this, and that. I'm like, what? Where you living? Nah, you got to get the hell out of there. You see what I'm saying? Because, one, you're my artist. It makes me look crazy that you're. I'm living over here hmm. and you're living over there. And then, two, it's like you my money source. So I'm going to pull you out of there. Even if it was lack of better, if you don't really fuck with me like that, you a businessman. You fuck with the... This is how you get into the bag, like, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm going to get you out of there regardless. You see what I'm saying? I'm not going to have you in a situation, because Far Rock, one way, that way, way, where I dropped Stacks off that day, when he came off a tour, it was one way in and one way out mm-hmm. where he lived. And that's when he was telling me, like, yo, sis, it's funky, da 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 I'm like, bro, you got to get out of here. Like, it's crazy. Like, you can't, because I lived in Long Island, Hempstead. So my, it was a very different dynamic. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is if you're the the leader, we looked at you as a leader, 
you don't leave the people who, you know what I mean, helped you get to where you at out like that. I don't like, like I don't care. Like it's it's niggas that's 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 for way less taking niggas out of their situation and put them in a better situation. So my thing is, me personally, how I would handle it, cause like. I'm not here to bash Jim or none of that. Like, I don't know the type of man Jim is now. I haven't spoken to Jim in years since Sax died. You see what I'm saying? So at that time, you know, if one of my artists come to me or I see, like, it's an issue, I'm getting them the hell away from that issue, point blank, period. I'm not going to wait till it's too late, you know what I mean? And niggas be like, now my my, my conscience is fucking with me because mm-hmm. I could have helped. No, I'm getting you the fuck out of there right now. Like, what you mean, nigga? Shot your Porsche up, man, nigga. Come on, let's but go. But who goes to say? Have to, who goes to say that? Even if he would have got stacked, who goes to say that stack when it went to the club that night, been followed that night, and had to drop on him that night? Who goes to say that would have changed? Don't 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 go to say it wouldn't change. But you wouldn't so be you in the hot seat. Like I know what led up to what what stack said to him prior to him going to the club that same night. See what I'm saying? I know what led up to that situation. Mm-hmm. Like, so, and y'all don't know that. People think I just left Dipset maybe because of money or whatever. That's not the reason why. Like, I just could not be a part of a certain, I didn't, that was like my brother for real. You see what I'm saying? And I didn't agree with it. I couldn't even look at niggas the same way no more. Because you, like, one, you making it like, Stax ain't want to be in there. He loved his hood, but he was trying to get out the hood too. See what I'm saying? So you're making it like, I'm trying to tell him to go. But he just wanted to stay that night. Man told you he came to you, you know what I mean? Like, won't he, won't he, won't. Like, nah, it's not the case. Like, people out here, like 50s, say, like, question, like, oh, why is he still in the hood? And da 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 da. And you try to divert it to make this man look like he's some wild ass nigga just running around. Stax wasn't like that. That's not the version of Stax I seen. That nigga's like, well, I don't know who said that. Nobody he, said who said that. Yeah, he was like, on the, on the interviews, like, they was trying to understand why was he still even in the hood? People. You know what I mean? And it made it like he wanted to be in the hood. Like, like this is what he, like, he, I'm trying to get him out the hood, but this is, he keep going back there. Like, that's a grown man. I can't make him go back there. And that's not the 100% case. See what I'm saying? But that have to be, that's, that's, that's a certain percent of the case. That is a certain percent of it. He loved Fall Rock. He wanted to be over he there. He loved, but he's trying to get out at the end. All right, we got to agree disagree. You know more. If you if you know that, I didn't hear that part. I, you know, even by speaking to him personally. But if you know, if you said leading up, you know, I know about the situation. I, I, niggas know what's, what's going on. Like, we don't got to play, you know, weird. And if niggas hear this, they know what's going on. But at the end of the day, you know, um, I didn't know he went to Jim. You know what I'm saying? I just know that even if Jim got him out the hood, in my opinion, that wouldn't have stopped Stack from picking up his phone. That wouldn't have stopped Stack from seeing. That wouldn't have stopped Stack from. It just wouldn't. It wouldn't have. But he would have. Unless he would have. Unless you're saying that he wouldn't have went back to Redfern. He would have went to Jersey. Jersey. Homie went to the studio, and you know he let Jim know what it was like. What he how desperate in a sense he was. You see what I'm saying? Next the morning you know, I guess, you know, because I talked to him, and I'm not going to go into the conversation yeah, or whatever, but, you know, uh, he like, fuck it, sis, it is what it is. I'm about to go to the club. It, he was in a white BMW. He was driving that. He had somebody with him with that, that remember that white 745 they used to be mm-hmm. driving? Mm-hmm. He was in that. It was downstairs, I remember, because I looked out downstairs or whatever, and, um, you know, he cleared the studio. I think Melly was still in the studio when he was speaking to Jim. 
we wasn't in there. He came, called me like afterwards or whatever. And he was just, you know, told me what it was. He like, fuck it, sis. I'm about to go to the club. What do you want? Shit is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you sure, bro? And he was like, yeah. Reach you in the morning. And five o'clock in that morning, I get a call from Kev. Like, yo, they got him. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sleeping in my bed. I'm like, what you got who? Like, what you talking about? I'm like, they got stacks. I'm like, what? Nigga, he's tripping. But this same situation, it's like, and I can speak on this because this be like what me and Stacks was talking about. Like, me on tour, he like, yo, sis, nigga, shout out to Porsche. That's the only reason why I'm up here. You see what I'm saying? Like, niggas is really trying to get, I'm really beefing with niggas here. So, you know, it like, to hear somebody telling you that pretty much they, like, niggas are trying to kill them and then they die, like, that's like a big blow to you. Like, it's like, I've never, I had never experienced nothing like that. And it's somebody that's so close, like somebody that you on the road with every single day, you don't laugh with, you don't cry with, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm hearing his shit, like, I'm hearing his struggles, like what he's saying, like, we all broke, we all fucked up, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I didn't live in the hood. My my family took me in, Diane and Ungert, Corey and them. So we lived like down the street from Hofstra University. It was kind of suburbious. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to deal with the same thing, you know. He had like, the white kids ain't really know who I was like that. I, I could catch the bus home. It was dangerous, but nobody wasn't trying to kill me. You see what I'm saying? Or nobody wasn't beefing mm-hmm. with me. Nobody was jealous of me because it wasn't that type of, you know what I mean, environment. But his situation was totally different. It was like, you he we on tour barely could buy sneakers and stuff like that and he like yo i mean shit is really that's the only reason why i'm here shit is really funky you see what i'm saying we got off a tour he made several attempts at speaking to homie about certain things because he was supposed to give him something Mm. and he never gave it to him and he kept putting it off putting it off putting it off until it was too late so at the end of the day you know at first i tried to deal with like jim a little bit afterwards but I kept having like these dreams about stacks, like for two weeks straight, like vivid dreams. He'd come to me in my dreams. And it's like, I don't really do too well with like the deceased, like after you go in and stuff. Like I'm kind of like very kind of ca- scary of that type of stuff. Um, the, the underworld, overworld, I don't know what you call it. But it was to the point where I couldn't sleep because every time I would go to sleep, I would have a dream about him. And I used to like be praying, I'd be like, yo, Stacks, what you trying to tell me, my nigga? Like, I never did nothing to you. Like, why are you hunting me? You know what I mean? Like, what's the issue with the whole situation? Like, what's up? Like, and as um one time I was in Miami, they booked me for a show at Sobe. And they put me in the state, like, I got, they paid for the, the, the same room that I was in, was the same room him and Bino was in when we was in Miami on tour. And I looked and I noticed it because I, I remember the couch and he was telling me about like, you know, some artists that he was trying to sign. And I was like, yo, I'm getting the hell out of here. I don't know what's going on, but this is like, nah, something ain't right. And then Yandy had called me. Um, she was like, yo, Jim wants you to come back up to appear to do the Bird Gang album cover shoot, the, the photo shoot. And I'm like, I'm not doing that, Yandy. And she's like, why? And I'm like, well... I don't feel comfortable one and two. I'm like, I'm not get, I haven't got paid for nothing. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to, I was aggy at that point. You see what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm not trying to go back up there right now. So, um, you know, we spoke a little bit more and I told her like my real reasons. She like, you know, um, write him an email and CC me so he can't say that he didn't get it or whatever. Cause I keep still having these dreams about stacks. You know, one time we was in the studio prior to that and um, he was just talking to me, and I don't know, I had, like, this weird feeling. When he was talking, he was telling me something about some type of car he was going to try to get, some type of something, 
that he was just saying or whatever. Same type of car he was trying to get Stax to get. It was a 335 BMW. Stax was like, yo, this nigga want me to get a 335 BMW. I'm a grown-ass man. I want the Jag. Like, that's a baby mother car. See what I'm saying? We was just talking. And then, like, after Stax passed or whatever, like, like, I'm going to get you the 335. How's your credit? Blah, 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 blah. And I just looked at him. And it's like, I don't know. Um, I couldn't really fuck with him no more like that. You know what I mean? So I sent him an email. And in the email, I just was like, you know, a lot of people, they ain't, you, you know, it's, it's not turning out good around your situation. Got niggas out here loving you to death, you know what I mean? And we dropping, you know what I mean? It was other niggas who had went to prison and stuff, you know, that I mentioned too or whatever. And I'm like, I'm not feeling this, you know. I, I It's been four years. I don't I don't pay my dues, you know what I mean? I haven't got paid for nothing. And I don't want to be in a situation where, like, something was to happen to me, and you go tell my parents, oh, she wanted to be out here. She's wild doing the, 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 because that's not the case, you know what I mean? I just wanted to do music. So, you know, I wish you the best, but I'm I'm, 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 I'm out or whatever. And he pretty much was like, it's a cold world, meaning he's finna blackball me or whatever. And that's how I got into my whole little... GT lifestyle in the streets and shit like that because he made it hard as far as like nobody really want like he had niggas scared of him at the point at that time you know what I mean when he's running around with all them blood niggas and everything so it was like people like it was like a, a couple people at Def Jam a lot of people that was like yo Jaja you talented we wanna fuck with you but we don't want this nigga running up in here smashing our shit up so you know what I mean like we, we could help you we will but we, I can't sign you because I ain't trying to deal with that. And I got tired of that shit. So I just went out and started put, getting money up to, you know what I mean, push my own stuff. But you start hustling, you can't do two, you can't do both. So that's why I dropped something. And then it'll take so long for me to drop something else because I was, I was making money doing that type of stuff. I wasn't, I ain't see no money in the music industry like that. As far as the whole situation with Stacks, once I told him I didn't want to be um, involved with that no more, the dreams went away. So it was, I haven't had like a, a a dream like that in years. You know what I mean? Like from from Stack. So I guess he was trying to tell me something. I'm not sure. Uh, I know I haven't had no vivid dreams like that. What was the contract that he gave you that they broke down? That's one or two questions. What was the contract? And do you remember what you did when um when Max B and him fell out? Do you know the reason yeah. why they fell out? Now that's you could talk about that. Like Jim no, offered hold me to hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. Let me say rest in peace to Stack Bundles. You know what I'm saying? Peace, Stack, Stack Tober. I'm saying you know rest in peace to Stack Bundles. And sure, I, sure. Rest in you peace. You know what I mean? Um, said a lot. You know what I mean? Hopefully, uh, you know, it is what it is. But you know that's what happened on Flip the Script. We 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 get to the nitty gritty. But anyway, <laughs> the contract and then. You know, there's two questions. The contract, what was the contract stated? And uh, what do you remember what happened between him and Max? Yeah, I remember, but um, the contract just was pretty much, I mean, I can't really fault Jim with the contract that he offered niggas. You know what I mean? I'm, I was never mad at him. He, he, he actually offered me my contract before he offered Max's contract. It's the same type of contract. It's just he gave Max money. My contract was structured where it was uh, 100% of everything, 10 years, 10, 10 albums or something like that. He on my name, my publishing, my lightness. Um, I mean, just a whole slave, everything. So when my attorney, Louise West, um, 
she's like a real big like um at the time um she did work with everybody in the industry publishing wise so she calls me she's like jim sent over the contract so i'm super happy this is when i found out that him and kim had a, a separation like i was like super happy like finally you know what i mean like we finna get to we finna put my I'm, I'm, I'm ready you see what i'm saying so i i'm like yeah what's up she's like she why you why you sound like that she's like um well, just come to the office, you know what I mean? And you just look it over and you tell me, you know, I ain't going to tell you over the phone. So I mm. caught the train there. I went to her, her office and she gives me the contract. She was like, you know, you said you went to school for this a little bit. Just glance through it and tell me what your, your, your take on it. So I glanced through it and I'm like, who's Jones Family Productions? And she just started, she smiled. And I'm like, where's the money? I ain't talking about no money in this or nothing. Like, where Dipset name at? And I'm like, 10 years? Wait, this nigga told me he want 10 albums for no money? Like, my publishing and everything, my name, my likeness, and I write all my shit? And so she's like, are you smarter than, you You smarter than what I, a lot of these other artists? Because they would have just been happy to sign. I'm like, but who's Jones Family Productions? She's like, that's his production company. That's who he's trying to get you to sign to. I'm like, where's Dipset at? Like, you know what I mean? Like, where's Cam name? I don't see no Cameron Giles. I don't see what is going on here. And she was like... I don't think he owns a, a stake in that, you know what I mean? And that's when I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. Hmm. So I was disappointed because, like, I still loved him. You see what I'm saying? Like, this was before the whole situation happened with that. So I was disappointed because I'm like, yo, we worked this hard. I don't prove myself, you know what I mean? You come at me with this, so I call Yanny. I'm heated. I'm like, yo, Yanny, why'd Jim give me this contract? Like, you don't know I got an attorney? I'm not signing this shit. Like, it ain't even got no money. And who's Jones Family Production? Like, why, where the Dipset stuff at? And so um, she was like, you, you know, explain the situation. She was like, well, you got to sit down and talk to Jim, Jaja. I'm going to set up a meeting. So he sets this meeting up at Mr. Child's. And he's like, yo, Jaja, you cracked the code too quick. Like, you're too smart for your own good. He's like, do you think I looked at my first contract when I gave it, uh, when, when Cam gave it to me to sign? I'm like, no. He was like, you think J.R. Hellwell looked at their first contract? I'm like, no. He was like, why? well, what's the difference between you and them or whatever? And I'm like, well, Jim, I'm from Miami. Like, I didn't grow up with you like that. You see what I'm saying? Until we doing business. Like, mm-hmm. like let's do business, nigga. I'm fucking with you. Like, yo and Cam get y'all shit together. I'm fucking with y'all niggas. Like, let's, I'm, I'm not trying to go sign to nobody else. But I can't sign this shit, Jim. Come on now. Like, this is crazy right here. Like, so, you know. I told him I respect you for that because you're a businessman at the end of the day. It's in your best interest to have something that is in your best interest and beneficial to you. And it's also in my best interest to have something that's beneficial to me. That's why people come together and negotiate to make it where it's conducive on both for both parties. So I'm like, Jim, fucking with you, nigga. Like, let's figure this shit out. You see what I'm saying? So we did like the little dance around. In the interim, we on tour. And Max um, starts telling me about his contract. So, you know, I'm already up on the type of contract it is. So I'm like, yo, Max, did you get an attorney to, you know, look over that? He was like, my people got it, you know, Wunty Woon got it, it's cool, sis. I said, all right, cool, Max, you a grown man. Just, you know, make sure your paperwork's straight. I wasn't going to tell him, because that wasn't my business, like, to be like, yo, don't sign that shit, nigga, because that's a grown-ass man. Like, you know, if you want to sign something, that's on you. But I tried to give him a heads up without getting in the middle of that shit, you see what I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, just see, just get your papers, just have somebody take a look over it, you see what I'm saying? But he offered Max 100000 
and out of that hundred, like he actually paid Max the hundred thousand. You see what I'm uh-huh. saying? So, but Max didn't get all that hundred thousand. He got like I think sixty, and his other management took forty. So Max ran through that money, and I, you know, Max probably he was fresh out of prison. Like hey, he had already did eight years, so he probably wasn't. Now I'm pretty sure that nigga's a hundred percent hip to his contracts is on point. He coming home to a bag, bag, bag when he get out, and um, but then he didn't, you know, too much know very much. He thought that he was just gonna keep asking for money, and Jim was, you know, obligated to give it to him. But mm-hmm. technically, by law. You know, this man is only obligated to give you what you signed off on, you know, and that's not Jim fault that you signed that contract. You know what I mean? Like, this is a business at the end of the day. So your team got to have your back, you know what I mean? Because his team got his back, right. see what I'm saying? So I don't think Max figured out what was going on because um, he came, like, Jim got him out of jail after Stacks passed prior to that Mm, I don't think Jim was gonna get him out because Max used to like curve uh, Max. Oh, whoa, whoa, come on, whoa, whoa, whoa. slow down, slow down, slow down, Jaja. Come on, these are hypotheticals. Oh, Jaja, these are hypotheticals. These, these this are opinions. Is the truth. <laughs> you don't know if he was gonna get him out or not. Stop it. Stop, man. He wasn't making no effort to get him out until after that situation happened. So maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. But mm. after that situation disagree, happened, I respect the guy. He got out. Yo, so, so why do you think um, he, he, he gave Max that money and not you? Is, I mean, Max was like his his 100%. I mean, he probably believed in Max more, like, you know, or was vibing with Max. You know, I'm a female. Like, I make records for, like, the, I, at the time I was making records for the club. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Max Moore was a more of a a commodity to him because he was, like, that he was a street nigga. So he had his ear to the streets. You see, that's something that he could more so relate to. Right. Me, I had an ear for like radio, clubs, like I'm going straight for that. I wasn't going for telling a story. You know, Max had that. Like I was kind of lame in that sense because I hadn't even really lived life. Right. You know, like Max was older than me. He lived life. He, he knew what, he had that talk. You see what I'm saying? So at that point, you know, that was, I guess, and then too, you know, Max had management. I have like, you know, he had people like, yo, they was homies. Like him and Max manager at the time was friends. You see, you see what I'm saying? So, mm. um, that's what they structured. I just know that it was a hundred thousand that Max got or whatever, and you know, like you can't really blame Jim for that type of shit though. Like, you know, business is business. So he just when he was asking for more money, I guess like. Um, Max got upset. I don't really. Jim got him jumped. It was a lot of things that transpired, mm-hmm. you know, around that also that I wasn't really around no more. So I can't really speak on that. I just know that contract because he offered me that contract. I know the numbers. You know what I mean? After that, like I say, stacks passed. I, I went back down south or, you know, separated myself. So I can't say why they was going at it. I just know that they was going at it and, right. you know, it was what it was. Did you get any money from, from shows and stuff, though? Like, did, did, did you get bookings Man, at that time? I was the highest or? paid member on Bergen. I came in at $300 a show. We, I, Like, it was crazy. And I couldn't even pay for, like, my hair. I mean, I had my stylist. They was charging, like, $1,000 to do my hair. And it was, like, my natural hair. It wasn't paying for clothes or nothing, but, you know... We felt like we was getting an opportunity, and I mean, he was making like twenty five, thirty thousand every night. And we knew that. You see what I'm saying? Because he count the money in front of us, 
and he get them like 150. Um, the boys like Stacks, Mel, mm. Max, 150. Gave me like 300. Um, yeah, it was rape, rape city around there. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying I knew I was getting raped. I just thought it was for a better cause, but. Oh yeah, it was bad. It was like terrible. Couldn't even buy like a decent pair of sneakers. You had to, you had to have your own hustle money. But you saying that you agreed with it for the opportunity? Yeah, yeah the opportunity, like, cause it was like you're around, you know, so many people. Even though I didn't at the time, I didn't utilize the opportunities that was presented to me because I had so much loyalty and faith with Jim. Like I thought that the niggas that are coming asking about me, like he, you know will handle it, like I, right. I put that into, you know what I mean, his thing, but I shouldn't have probably done that. Cause I, I didn't make my own relationships with people. So it's a lot of people who don't really know Jaja as a person, you know what I mean? Because we don't have that relationship. They may have seen me around gym, but that's all right. they know. So I messed my own stuff up with that. I probably could have been on if I would have just, went to niggas tour bus, hanging out, da da da. I was like more sheltered, like closed in, like allow him to, I thought he was gonna, you know, handle that part or whatever did any other um like crews or teams try to snatch you up and, and put you part of their joint at the time or? yeah it was people that would reach out but i was so loyal like, i'm a capricorn so sometimes you could be loyal to a fault so mm. you know i never really entertained like i felt like these niggas was giving me a chance you right. know what i'm saying so that's what i'm gonna rock with like we're right, gonna right. figure it out that that's not smart business sense now you know what i mean but mm -hmm. Back then, I'm like 19 years old, 20 years old. So it's like, I'm like, yeah, man, these niggas giving me a chance. Ain't nobody else giving me no chance like this. So and then, like you said, the time is is like the biggest crew out. It's, yeah, it's, it's Dipset, it's, it's and Jim Jones, Cam. Jim had these niggas under pressure. Like Cam, like these niggas is respected. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they know that these niggas are going there and wild out, and it looked like I'm signed to them. You see what right. I'm saying? So. You can't really be like, oh, I ain't got no papers. Like, yo, Jaja, come on now. They say you the first lady of Dipset. You're saying first lady of Dipset. You saying first bird game. So they going to them. Mm -hmm. You know, they going to gym. They not going to, you know, they not coming to me because that's not how it's displayed. And that's not how that system was structured. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you going to either Kim or you going to gym. Like, them is the big kahunas. You feel me? So, you know. So now after this, you know, post the situation with you and, you know, Jim and the whole team, um, talk about you being blackballed now. You you you're trying to still work your your music and stuff like that. And yeah, but he made it hard. You know what I mean? As far as that, like no, nobody like in the industry wise wouldn't want to fuck with me. But street niggas was fucking with me. You see right. what I'm saying? And I just met some people and got got involved with some other things and got to some paper. You know what I mean? And seen more money doing that than I did in the music industry. And I'm sorry, kind of let that take kind of let that take present. Mm over the music what you know my my actual god-given talents and i was stupid too you know what i mean so and that's how what led up to me pretty much getting jammed up in the feds and all that so you know for sure that they they, they blackballed you i'm not gonna say cam like me and cam cool cam okay. ain't never nobody never said nothing about cam to me mm -hmm. jim yeah but cam nah like cam always even in certain interviews you know i mean i hear him say like you know we didn't get to work with each other the way we did, we was, you know, we like he kind of wanted to, and I agree with that, you know what I mean? Because, like I say, Cam was probably trying to fill me out, and right. like now I understand totally why Cam moved the way he moved, you see what I'm saying? Like, because it's a lot of shisty shit going on, and like it's a lot of people that get put in your camps that don't have the right agenda, you see what I'm saying? So mm. Cam is 100% on it. 
So he now probably know, like, you know, I was sterile or whatever, but in initially, you know, like I said, Cam is like a, a genius too. He handpicks all his artists. Mm -hmm. And he didn't handpick me. You gotta remember, I got bought to him. So he had to see, you know what I mean? Like, right, well, what right. Jaja really about? You feel me? Like, it's, he handpicked JR. He handpicked Jewel. Like, he pretty much raised these niggas. You see what I'm saying? 40 in and Hell Rail and all of that. Those are his artists. Like, mm. so it's like Jaja just come in. She from Miami. I gotta get to know Shorty. You see what I'm saying? But everything just happened so quick when Jim put his album out. You know what I mean? And that Puff thing happened. So then Jim just snatched me up. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much how that went. Like, shout out to Cam. Shout out to Jewels, Free Jewels. Shout out to the whole Dipset. You know what I mean? Like, it's all, it's nothing but love. You know what I mean? I got some hooks for you too, Flea. If you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, <clears throat> so the last time you sent, when you sent Capo the email, that was the last conversation you guys that's had. That's the last conversation I ever had with Jim. That was like years ago. So I don't know the type of space this man is Would in. Would you now. ever sit down and talk to him? Um, no. No, you wouldn't. Mm -mm. It's not really, unless you could tell me something that I don't think I know, like, it's not about no money. You see not what I'm conducive. saying? It's not, okay. it ain't, it's not, you can't come to me and be like, oh, Jaja, I got, it's not, a, it was never about the money. Like, I say I love Jim like a brother, like, I, we all love Jim. See what I'm saying? And I think that's what probably hurt the most about stuff, like, because it's a thin line between, you know what I mean, love and hate, but it ain't about the money. It's nothing that you really could, you know. I don't wish nothing bad on him, mm -hmm. you know, or his whole situation. I just, that's a, a, a deep wound that, you know, I haven't just 100% with you. I ain't really get over that yet, you know what I mean? Like, so, and I don't know if I'm going to really get over it. Like, mm -hmm. um, but I don't, I don't wish nothing bad on homie, you know what I mean? Like, like I said, I don't know the type of space Jim is in now as a man. I don't know, I don't, it has been years since I spoke to Jim. Like since Stacks died, like what is like almost twelve years must be. Oh seven, Stacks yeah, died. Oh seven. Two thousand nineteen. So I don't know, you know, he I don't know how he feels about certain things. You know what I mean? I've never tried to reach out to him. I ain't I just knew he got funky with the black ball and shit for a minute or whatever. Um I know I got into the streets and pretty much that's it. Like I I grew up, you know, but we're, we're gonna we're gonna get into the streets a little bit. I just want you to confirm that you would not have a conversation with him because there's no reason to. Nah, there's not really no reason to have a conversation with Jim. Even though you acknowledge you don't know if this man have grown mentally, even though you acknowledge you're just saying it's a deeper issue within yeah, yourself. Yeah, that that's you gone. Not. You can't bring him back. Yeah, yeah. God. Hmm. So as far as that concerned, like, it ain't no... That's my issue with with that. Stack like bundles is your issue. With I felt like that situation could have been handled better on his end, and I I looked up to him so much that you know, and it's a lot of other things that I know that I just ain't I ain't vibing, and I'm not a phony. I can't even, not even for no money. I can't even do it. So let me ask you a question: If you found out you knew who the killer was, what would you do personally? What kind of question that is, Flip? Just saying, I'm asking you. Because now you don't want to talk to Jim. If you find out who the killer was, are you going I'm to tell? I'm not saying Jim killed Stax. No, I know you're not saying that. I ain't going that. to tell. I ain't going no. to no, no, no pigs or nothing. I got you. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say, right? So so is that, I'm just asking you. So you got to, like, you're saying that because of Stack Bottle's death could have been handled differently, mm -hmm. you ain't you don't want to have a conversation with Jim, mm -hmm. right? So now my second question was, if you somebody was to tell you, yo, we know who killed that nigga, the nigga's over there, are you going to feel away and be able to, well, you're not going to say it on camera, but. <laughs> yeah, I'm a convicted okay, just say felon. Yes or no? I'm a convicted felon. I okay, can't say you. nothing like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, respect. I, I just I, got I, off I, of probation. I'm just saying, we got to, you know, you know, we got to. <laughs> 
Everybody got to get the same energy. But you are convicted felon. We're going to respect that because that's not what something that, you know, I, I totally I, forgot. I'm, I'm rehabilitated. I'm talking to, I'm talking to I'm the Jaja. I'm to get acclimated back into society. I'm talking to the Jaja from 07 that I met. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Pardon me. But, cool. Um, What did you get locked up for, Jaja? This crazy shit flip. Now, this is the, 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 this crazy. I got locked up for shit I don't even know how to do. I got locked up for fraud. I wasn't even really doing no fraud. I, I got jammed up, like, because I ain't, like. Yeah, man. Take, take a walk, you know. You want to take a walk to the corner? No. You good? That's that's how I felt too when I got jammed up, Flip. Don't do it, man. Don't don't do it, Flip, because that's how I felt when I got jammed up. Nigga, you got jammed up for this shit. Stop with this smooth talk, She said something I ain't really do. We not 07, bro. Nah, but I was in the streets for some other shit. I just was trying to do right by a relationship, and they didn't want me to do the other shit. So I got approached by some other shit. They was like, yo, you make a hundred bands on this shit. You ain't even gotta do all the other shit. So I'm like, word? So boom, 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 boom. Long story short, <laughs> the people apparently, allegedly was watching these people. And you know, we was doing some other business and they had like, allegedly, it was some paperwork that was left in my vehicle. Okay. And that's 90% of the law. Possession is 90% or something like that. Yes. So since it was in my vehicle, my company, car, whatever, they, first, it was a state case that turned for, it was some petty stuff. They, I mean, they locked me up for my own credit cards, just stupid shit, right? But they was really coming after, like, they say they found the list with names, dates, and personal and social security numbers, but the list was, like, inmate names. So they was like, it's got to be a certain, you just can't regularly get this. So anyways, they, you know, got, pictures and you know such and such I'm like I never seen any, I I don't know these people I never seen these people a day in my life and they was like well you gonna do this time in your car we know da 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 won't you won't you won't I couldn't give them no information see what I'm saying I should have just played out instead of taking it to try to out of it home way sooner but my I had a whack ass attorney he was like, you know, regardless, you're going to get the same amount of time. So I was like, shit, roll the dice and let's go to trial because they can't be in my head, can't prove. My my, shit, my my charge was in possession with intent to defraud. It was never no, I don't owe no restitution. The judge gave me uh, a $7,000 fine because I wasn't, I wasn't cooperative. Like the guy, the PSI guy came to me after I lost trial and was like, if I could get my time cut down, would I, you know, help the government? I was like, hell no. Fuck y'all niggas, like, hmm. I'm not helping shit. And this is all public transcript. I'm with the trial, so I'm saying? So um, that's pretty much, I think it was just God intervening in my life because it could have been way worse with the stuff I was doing. But um, I don't know nothing, really, honestly. I'm not a fraud person. Like, if I was good at it, I probably wouldn't have got caught. That's how I know I'm not, that wasn't for me. You know what I mean? It was just something that, a process that I had to go through in life. It's just a, a, a long part. Like the feds, when you ain't snitching, oh, they're going to give you some time. They're going to throw that book at you. They, I scored, mm. like I came in, I never had a criminal record before. So really my my prison time was like zero to six months. They enhanced me from a level six to a level 14 just to give me 21 months. Then they, they convicted me. Like I got convicted of like six felonies, six charges, six counts. And they like hit the other one consecutive. I don't even, when they were sentencing me or when they was talking, I just was... I was like, man, you you really know how to you really you just go straight from to the feds. Like this is your first offense, you just go. You really know how to do it, like. But you know, 
was what it was. I just think it was awakening with God, like trying to put me back on the right path. Like you got a talent, you got, you got so much other avenues. You don't got to do this type of stuff. You know what I mean? So, kids, if you out there watching this, like, do not try to fit in and do take an easy route. You know what I mean? Because that should jam you up for real. Like I lost a lot um, with that whole federal stuff. I lost relationships. I lost positions in the music industry. I lost mm. time. I lost money. You know what I mean? I lost myself trying to do that type of stuff. Um, so it's like, you know, that that ain't the cool way to be. Like everybody be gang gang and all that, but when them when they come for you, they they giving out time time. So just be prepared. You know what I mean? If you trying to be into that life, know that you gonna get that time time. And if you ain't about that life, you know what I mean? Then go get a nine to five job. There's absolutely nothing wrong getting no nine to five job. I had to get one. They was gonna violate my probation. I worked at the chicken plant for like for nine months, seven days straight, like 13, 14 hours days. Damn. Yeah, I was determined because it was like I had to buy a house and a car, and you know you have to have show proof of income. Mm -hmm. So I had to show them where I was getting that money from. Like shout out to the chicken plant, shout out to Miss Davis. She, they the only people who would hire me. You know what I mean? Like nobody else, you a convicted felon, that's another thing too. Like y'all don't think about that when y'all get locked up you know, McDonald's wouldn't even hire me. Piggly wow. Wiggly wouldn't even hire me. And I was wow. in the country, like my, my probation address was in my parents' house in the country. So the, the resources there are limited. These are the only people who gave me an opportunity. And I took that opportunity. Shout out to Sasser, he's the, the superintendent. Shout out to Rallo, he's my supervisor. And I mean, they allowed me to work. I was like, yo, can I get overtime? They was like, you work as much overtime as you want because we, we, um, we need people. Like, we, they're always quitting. So I would be working like 86 hours a week. And this lady, Miss Davis, she's the HR manager. She hired me on. She, I told her I was a felon because they don't really be hiring like felons. I just broke down the story. I was like, look, man, I'm trying to get my life back on track. These people trying to violate me. I can't get a job nowhere else. You see what I'm saying? I'm a convicted felon. I'm not going to lie to you. This is what my charges is. If you just give me one opportunity, I'm going to do the right thing by it. And they gave me an opportunity. You know what I mean? They let me work on third shift. I worked. You know, chicken plant work 24 hours, and it's freezing ice-ass cold in there. You see what I'm saying? So it's like from 5 o'clock until 10 o'clock the next morning, I would work, and they allowed me to do that. It was all legal. They wasn't breaking no rules. It's just they always needed help. So after one shift for get over, I'll go to the next shift hmm. and start working in that shift. Like, it worked seven days a week. I actually won a car there, too. Like a Ford, it was a, what, it was a Ford Escape or something I won for working so much. Crazy. Shout out to HR. Shout out to Miss Moody. And you what you did saying? with it? I still got it. I, I mean, I, I got my range too, but I still got that car. I, that's like a keepsake. You know what I mean? Like, I, I never, like, that was the one of the, the best experience that I could have had because it taught me about manufacturing. Well, the other streets taught me about manufacturing, but it hmm. actually taught me about how to actually run a business. You see what I'm saying? Like, the ins and outs of it. So, shout out to Stan from HR. Shout out to Miss Thornton. You know, the whole Keystone Foods, like, them niggas really put me on. Like, I wouldn't be right here with you right now today if it probably wasn't for them giving me that opportunity because my PO was going to lock me up because I couldn't get no job. And they, she stopped all that music stuff. Like, I had to get off IG, everything. Like, I couldn't do no shows. I couldn't come to no park like this. Couldn't do none of that at all. It was in my agreement. Like, they wouldn't let me do any of that. So... You know, if it wasn't for them, that said a group of people who, and they knew who I was, like they found out. And, you know, they was like, you Jaja? I'm like, hell no, I ain't no damn Jaja. 
They like, you judge that nigga. We looking at your YouTube videos. They, they go back to the stuff when I was, you know, going to that gym or whatever. And I'm like, listen, man, I don't want no problems here. I'm just trying to work. They like, we got you. You see what I'm saying? Go ahead, do your do your thing or whatever. But it eventually it had got out that, you know, I was working there. But I ain't care. I was trying to, I had a whole nother agenda, a whole nother goal. And I made a deal with God, you know, like, if you gave me, if God gave me a second chance, I wouldn't disappoint my family. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you gave me a second chance to take care of my family, I would do it the right way. If you gave me a second chance to just show my family that I could succeed in the world that I could succeed, then I would use your God-given talents to succeed with that. I'm not, you know, going to go backwards or whatever. So I was just determined. That's real. Um, <clears throat> how long is on um, probation for? Two years. They lied to me, Flip. Because they told me if I be good, I'll get off in one year. So the one year come, I'm like, oh, we about to be popping. It's like 2018. I called the lady. They had to switch the probation office on me and everything. I'm like, why they switch? I'm about to get off papers. Nah, like the lady was like, oh, yeah, you ain't pay your whole fine off. I'm like, the lady told me don't pay it all off. She said every month pay it like that. Don't just pay it off. She was like, well, you ain't pay it off. And, yeah, we put you back with her. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, you wow. back on you, you ain't getting off no papers. And I'm like, where? She like, yeah, I'm like, man. So the other lady was like, well, it's too late now. You gonna have to, um, I gotta go to the bathroom. I go. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, cha <laughs> cha. She didn't realize she had to use the bathroom? She did. <laughs> That's right, I hold that shit. <laughs> okay. It's coming a new thing up here. It, it, it's a new hot thing now. I mean, you know, you know giving guess. drinks, giving drinks before um, we got. I think it's about giving the drinks. The water, the water too. Yeah, yeah, water yeah. goes through. You can't really. Did she not know she had to use the bathroom though? <laughs> <laughs> like oh. she was shocked and like it just came out. What's wrong, she, with her, bro? The button turns out just a trip. I get out when she come back. Did she not oh. fucking know she had to use the bathroom, bro? <laughs> you saw that? Oh, Jaja. It's a lot. A lot of things talked about here, man. Hmm. Mm. Man, what can I say? You ain't gonna go crazy in the comments, though. I know that. Yeah, it's what you know. You know, I mean, you know, it's, we'll see. Definitely see. I mean, you know, RP Stack Bundles. That was that was. Shout out to Stacks, man. Yeah, that was that. that, that actually, don't, you had the video. You had one of the last videos before you passed away. You yeah, I think like two weeks probably before. Yeah. Like that yeah, in the studio. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jim, Jim was there too. Well, Jim was there too. In yeah. the studio, I forgot what studio was. It was in the city though. Um, I think it was Quads. Was it Quads? I don't. I feel like it, I, I feel like it was. He's saying yeah. Kind of saying yeah. Yeah. He was there. Probably. He was there. I seen the video. Mm. Okay. Okay. That's quad studio. Yeah. Shout out to Stacks. You know. Um, the only studio they were really recorded at. Okay. I, yeah. I don't. I don't remember. Then Jim got his own studio later on. You know what I'm saying? With Stack. You know. I remember trying to get to Jim, but he already did like. I heard like a million drops for the DJ, so he was kind of was like over it. So I'm like, yo, Stack was like, yo, I got you. You try to talk to him for me. And then Stack was just like, yo, he ain't, he ain't with it right now, bro. I think it's like, you know what I'm saying? But, but, but Stack did drop for me right there after that shit. And then so I posted that shit up. Solid dude, though. You know what I'm saying? Real solid dude, man. So, I know you like Jim Flip. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you know. You mean you know I like Jim? Pull the mic a little closer. You mean you know I like Jim? I know Jim. you like Jim. I know that's your friend. I'm not really, you know. Well, Stack is my fr- Stack was my brother. I mean, but Jim, you know, I built a rapport with Jim. Yeah. I did. I built a rapport with him. And you know when you Jim when you, could talk Jesus out of his 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 his, his holy water. Well, he so never had those good. Time, he never had those type of conversations he's with good. me. He's a, but you know, no, you know, knowing 
<laughs> I mean, you know, just it's just putting two perspectives together. Now, is, is everybody is is knowing what I know, and obviously you know some things. You know, I didn't know it to that extent. You know, I, like I told you, I did hear about the Jersey thing. I did hear about I did hear about that, and I said that earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, Jim, um, I did, and I knowing who Stack is, you know, I I, I couldn't see Stack living with niggas because he yeah, they, they didn't even like they didn't even like they had an issue with the whole niggas staying in the same room together they, the they should come to my room and take showers yeah. some of them like i wouldn't let you know, all of them but i know mel will come bully will come stacks came max came like the media ones because i like have my own room so they'd be like a job and then jim got 10 20 niggas in one room duh, 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 duh. yeah yeah oh i'm not taking no shower he grown ass and i'm like all right ain't tripping i mean i don't want to take a shower with y'all asses either but i ain't fucking we family like ain't tripping. I, mean, I mean that's what i heard and even when it came time when niggas had to fly down and drive to the other part of the floor you know i know about all that I'm okay sorry. yeah 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 so mm-hmm. but you know that doesn't it yeah anyway listen like i said recipes my brother recipes your brother and then we move forward we, you know our job is just to pay Respects to him, you know, and keep his 100%. name alive, and that's it, you know. Definitely. My platform and put his music out too. Yeah. Well, that's it's a whole other story. <laughs> you know, that's a whole other. A lot of e. Uh, I don't know. Put his music out. Whoever you know, got it, I know got it. Music, put it out. all type of crazy shit going on with that. So we just try to sit back and shout out to Mike Doc as well. But you know, we try to just sit back and just just watch the, you know, watch it, watch the the legacy be. Try to watch. It's gonna sound crazy, but watch the legacy remain where it's at, and hopefully add on to the legacy. Add stacks to the top fifty rappers too. Mm. They did, right? I saw his name. His name was on there. What? I ain't see it yet, but if his they did, they there. did his good. His name was like number forty something. The niggas was like, "Who the hell is?" You know why they put it there? Yeah. You know what I'm saying, shout you know recipes, but anyway. <laughs> Shout out to people that gave you a job also. Yeah. Man, big shout out to Keystone Foods. Listen, these people put me in this position right now. Like, like I say, shout out to Miss Davis. She's like an angel. Shout out to HR, Miss Moody. Shout out to Stan. Shout out to my, my superintendent, Sasa, Rallo, my supervisor. Without them, like, I wouldn't be here. Like, because they actually let me work. And they knew I was working every single day. You see what I'm saying? So... Mm. You know, there's nothing wrong with going to get no nine to five job. Like, you know, I did it and I I, I was on my grind. I I turned a hundred like that job was you only supposed to really be making like two three hundred dollars. I like I never seen that a week. I made like fourteen fifteen hundred dollars a week, and that may not be a lot to like you know us out here like in the in the real world, but that's a a country environment that I was in. You fall in Alabama, you know they they. They not from our, our same type of world, and to them that's a lot of money. And for you to make that type of money is like unrealistic. You Hell know yeah. what I mean? So it's like they allowed me to do it the legal way, go to every department who needed help. You know what I mean? And and let me do that. So you know, God bless all of y'all, and thank y'all so much. I will never ever forget. You know what I mean? Any of you guys? So. Real quick, what what was your jail experience? I was about to. Yeah. I was popping in jail. Jail was easier than having a job. I didn't have to do nothing in jail. They was going crazy. What? Crazy like what? Crazy. Them girls was going, I have no, I, I had my dinner, breakfast, lunch cooked. Oh, shit. I ain't have to worry about clothes. I, you know, in the feds, 
I don't know what the state like, but the feds, they like some on some bougie shit. They get their nails done, their hair blow dry, oh, they got man. the makeup on, they get the tight pants still with the skinny the skinny legs and all that type of stuff. Like so when as soon as I touch down, like I'm talking about they had like the, the, the package, they give you like a uh the commissary, the the laundry bag full of everything, sweats, sneakers, candy, What's soups, all type of stuff. But you know, I had my own money, like and they had already told me like don't take nothing for somebody because then somebody feel like like you they bitch but when i was it was way different like like with me like they be looking for people like me so it's like you kind of if you are one of me you good in prison like because this mm. the, it's they looking for the closest thing that kind of look boyish to them so they with it you know what i mean like i ain't have no problems in prison no fights no nothing no i ain't have no fight now that i almost died in prison but it wasn't no fight the dentist pulled my tooth. That's how I got this right here. The mm. dentist pulled my tooth and it was infected and the infection seeped in my bloodstream. And they had to like do an emergency thing like where they remove like the um, the fluid from around the lining of my heart. So like, I had lost like wild weight. They couldn't understand what was wrong with me and come to find out it was infection in my bloodstream. And, and they- like An assist. No, it wasn't a cyst. It was, you know, when you're tooth, you, you're supposed to wait a week to pull your teeth. Like, they're supposed to um, disinfect it or give you, like, antibiotics. Mm -hmm. He never gave me the antibiotics. He just pulled my tooth. So the infection was still yeah. in, my, in, my, in my gum line, and it seeped into my bloodstream. So what happened is after they removed the, the fluid from around the line of my heart, like, um, they gave me some stuff called pregnazone. And it's like, I guess some steroids or something, but well, the, the doctor had me taking too much of it. Like, I, he had me taking, I think I took like 180 milligrams in one day. And all I remember is I woke up, I had peed on myself. I woke up, I'm like, damn, I peed on myself, what the hell? And I just fell out. I woke back up in the hospital, I had this, my face looked like I was in like a car wreck, a car wreck. And um, they said, you, you, you fell out, you caught a seizure. I'm like, a seizure, I don't even have seizures. And it was like your heart rate sped up and all that blah blah blah, and um, pretty much it came from that. Like it was misdiagnosed. Like I wasn't supposed to be taking that much. I they had it printed wrong, where I was supposed to be taking like sixty or thirty milligram milligrams like every so, so hours, and I was only supposed to take thirty milligrams that whole day. Oh, so shit. it like I could have died in prison like that way. You sued them. We you you know. <laughs> We, we get into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We get Talk into it. it. Yeah, but that was like the the most, every, prison was like, don't go to prison, kids, like, but, or people, but I didn't have a problem in prison. Like, the most I had, they would put me in the shoe because, like, the girls was fighting over me, and they was just like, <laughs> you a problem, like, you know, I, I got shipped, like, twice because of that. Like one of the girls went over there. My my um the girl I was talking to, she got mad at the other girl because she felt like she was disrespecting her. She went over to the other girl dorm, and beat her up. I'm I'm I don't even know she I didn't even know she beat the girl up, but she went over there beat her up. I'm going to child, and he like oh GD like such and such just beat the shit out of such and such over you. I'm like what? They were like nigga you knew what was going on. That's why you left him with the child. I ain't know though. But they both went to the shoe. One of the girls put a separate tee on the other girl. Um, she got shipped to a place, and then I winded up getting shipped to that same place, so she really didn't kind of keep us away from each other. But, yeah, prison was an interesting experience. Four yeah. years. Four years. Three years, because, you know, you get good time. 
So it was like three years and six months or something. I went to the halfway house. And the halfway house was just, hey, you could left me in prison for that. I would have just did my time out there. I would prefer to do my time in prison than be on paper, to be honest with you. That's like prison in top, on top of a prison because you can't do nothing. Like, you know you have terms. And those terms and guidelines are what the judge sets out for you. So my charges was fraud. So that means they had access to my phone records, to my computers, to who I speak to. I couldn't speak to no anybody that had a criminal background while I was a, like on probation. I couldn't deal with them. They could violate me for that. So I just cut ties with everybody because I didn't want to get nobody else jammed up in my shit. Mm-hmm. So I stayed away from niggas until, you know what I mean, I got off papers. I got off of IG, I did everything. I wasn't trying to be in the mix, because they watch all of that. They see who you communicating with, and all that type of stuff. So I ain't want to put nobody in that predicament, along with myself. And when you got off papers? I got off papers in March 2019. Nice. Mm-hmm. So what's next for Jaja? Well, Jaja is actually, I own my own company, IME. Enterprise and Get a Girl Entertainment. I make my own clothes. I got my own clothing line. You see what I'm saying? Right now, we're just getting acclimated back into the music industry. You know what I mean? Um, just getting my name out, letting people get familiar with me because a lot of people are not really familiar with me. Uh, a lot of people compare me to other, you know, artists, and they don't know that I've been kind of on my splash way before, you know, other artists even came out. But, um, you know, when they do their research, they'll find out, you know. But pretty much just tear, tear up the music, like get back to recording, making records for people, making records for myself. You know what I mean? I want to be number one, Flip. I'm gonna be real with you. Like I want, I want the top spot. I don't want. Mm. It ain't just about you know just debuting. I want to crack the charts. I want to, like Max about to come home. It's about to be crazy. You see what I'm saying? Like it's it's, it's about to be that season for real. I want people to really know that I'm a force to be reckoned with when it comes to this music. Like, I'm nice, nice. Not just lyrically nice, but I make records nice. Like, I want to be in that 250, 300, 400, 500,000 a show, selling out arenas type genre. I want the world to sing my records. Mm. You know, so that's what I'm on. I got a lot of work to do. Who do you want to work with now in, in 2019? Like, who do you, who are you a fan of that you? I want to work with. Um, I like so many a range variety of people. I like Kendrick Lamar. I like Summer Walker. She's dope. SZA. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Drake. Um, who else? The young. I love Lil Baby. Um, Money Bag Yo. Uh, it's a it's a lot of people that Chris Brown is like a a big 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 mm-hmm. inspiration. Uh, I still want to work with Usher. I still want I want to work with Jay Z. Missy. Missy, and, um, actually my producer, Lamb, I actually kind of got him his like situation with them too, like, cause with Mona and all of them, like we was way younger, but yeah, he had like the, the end with them. I, he actually wrote plenty of records, like a, a couple of records and actually featured on a record with Missy. Missy is like my, her and the Brett. I don't know how I forgot the Brett. Mm. Like them um, are like the people who I grew up on and cause the Brett was just like so nice. Like she was killing niggas. I was like, yo. He's shorty, nice. She's a problem. And Missy was just so eclectic. She was just all around. You see what I'm saying? She was smooth and just a superstar. So, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of people. NBA young boy. Um, You know, I just just really want to work. You know what I mean? Like, 
niggas get at me too, like whoever, like I'm not tripping, like, mm. you know, like, I'm not really no selfish artist as far as I want everything to be just all about me or whatever. I work with whoever, you know, as long as you got some talent, you know, we gonna make something happen, see what I'm saying? So, you know that, Flip, like, you know, I work with you, I don't care. Don't, don't throw me in the middle of that. <laughs> don't throw me in the middle of that. So, but you did, you did, you did, I will say on record that, you know, uh, when Stack passed away and I wanted to do a record, you was in the studio, you invited me to Quads, and you hopped on the record. You know we didn't finish it. Why we didn't I, finish it? I didn't know what I was doing. Oh, okay. But you hopped on it, you know what I mean? And that was love. You did. And I always... That was before I met you or as a... When you met me, Stack was alive, right? Yeah. When I did Chicken Noodle Soup. Probably like 05, maybe. Yeah, he was a lot. He knew about all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like 06, I did that, yeah. Mm. Sidekick shit. Then I got the deal was 08, 07, 08. But he passed away. Yeah, but that wasn't like on their level of rapping. Right, right. Mm-hmm. She looked out. She was like, nah, I got you. That shit was there. I remember that shit. Mm. So y'all niggas want them records. That's who you, like, I do records. Like, I'm mm. even if it's a street record, I'm going to try to make it a club record. Like, that's just me. I got that bounce. That's what I do. Mm. See, you know what I'm saying? That's what, you 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 want one of them, you, you come holler at Jaja G3. You see what I'm saying? So, um, but, you know, I work with anybody as long as they talented. And I ain't really got no beef with nobody. You know what I mean? Like, Mm-hmm. I got some joints that I want to like let Cam here too and uh, Joel's, you know, when they get home. I got like a bop for them. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I want niggas to know that there's no pressure with me and Cam. Like, I, I like Cam. Like, you know what I mean? I, if it wasn't for Cam, like saying, Jaja, we got Miami in the building. What up, mama? Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, that shit took me to some other type of stuff. Like, that's how I got my whole notification. You know what I mean? Him and Joel's, like, Joel's ain't have to let me in his studio. See what I'm saying? So shout out to whole Harlem for that, you know what I mean? Shout out to shout out to Cam, you know what I mean? Like it ain't nothing but love. You feel shout me? Out Flea. Shout What's out your to relationship Flea. like with the, the, the other members or what are you know, like uh J.R. Ryder and them I haven't spoke to J.R. Ryder um in a while. You know, I wish them well, but I guess everybody, you know, kinda went their own ways. I know I talked to Rel over the IG. Mm-hmm. He had was going through an issue with his parents. Um, that situation was going on. I just, you know, send out my condolences right. or whatever because you don't kick nobody when they down or whatever, you know. I think he was, like, going through some other stuff. And I just was like, you know, it's all love, homie. Like, you know, God bless. And I think I, I may have spoke to um, 42 um, after I got home. So, you know, big shout-out to them too, you know what I mean? Y'all niggas keep doing your thing. Hold your head. Well, give out your Instagram. Give, tell me where to find you. My Instagram is Jaja Splash, J-H-A-J-H-A Splash, S-P-L-A-S-H, and Instagram.com. Twitter is The Real Jaja, D-A-R-E-A-L, J-H-A-J-H-A. You know what I mean? And that's where you can find me for right now. Like, I ain't got no management team. I'm just getting acclimated back into this. I ain't got no, I'm like my own little team for right now. But, you know, we gonna, we working on that publicist and all that type of stuff so I'll be in your favorite spots and areas but for right now that's where y'all niggas can find me at y'all want some hits that's where you find me and you can hit me and we mm. make something happen you see what I'm saying like so you know I do all type of music hip-hop pop R&B rock and roll you give me the track I'm a slave to the track whatever the track say do then that's what I'm gonna do See what I'm saying so I'm gonna I'm I'm sell some shit man I, I, got, I got a few joints send me some joints Oh, yeah. I got some joints for you, man. Send me some joints. You know what I'm saying? What you laughing at? I got no joints. You do? 
I just. What you laughing at? It's just, <laughs> I can't say no joints. You can't. <laughs> you can't. So what, that's that's a really I just, you just using your you just using your power. <laughs> <laughs> she using her power too. She said she want to work. So I'm doing work. I'm you know you just I'm use your power, man. That's just it's just good to see people drunk with power. Yeah, get, yeah, get. She want to work. We gonna work. Yeah, yeah. You do got joints. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Send it to her. Make sure it make sure, man. Both of y'all, man. I'm watching both of you. <laughs> I'm watching our nah, audience. Nah, I definitely. Um, G Money got some joints, man. You still doing the beats and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I would love I would love to see the outcome of that Ojo side. You know, I'm talking shit because it's funny. I feel like you're abusing your power. Like, yo, man, what's <laughs> up, man? You gonna flip the script? So now you want to work? We gonna work? You know what I mean? It, that just felt kind of good. Nah, it just you know, I'm if, ignorant like if that. it makes sense, you know, I don't do it to every guest though. But if it makes sense, like she put it out there a couple times, like, yo, what's up? So I'm like, I'm listening, I'm waiting. Yeah. She said it again. I'm like, all right, cool. So, oh, check out my ideas. You know I saying? just did the So Everywhere video too. I did the Casanova, So Brooklyn Freestyle. Mm-hmm. I was at the BT Awards or whatever, and I just did like a little video, you know what I mean, for that. Whatever, just to, so y'all can go check that out too on YouTube. So, are you, you know? back out here in New York? You know, I got a spot in Garden City, I but know. I live in Cumming, like, I just bought a house in Cumming, Georgia. So I'm like out there now, you know. And then it's popping right now. Mm-hmm. Popping, popping. Oh. I'm moving around. Thank you. Thank you guys. Listen, man, I appreciate y'all so much for having me out here. I'm a, I'm a, like me. I love opportunities. I appreciate every opportunity that comes my way. I be like super stoked about stuff. I was super excited about oh. um, coming here. Yeah, cause I was supposed to leave actually this morning. I'm like, nah. Nobody else talking about leaving this morning. I got to go do this podcast. It's late at night. Getting appreciate out of here. That. Uh, I appreciate that. I mean, who, uh, what made you want to do the podcast? I think I reached out to you a while ago. Let me see. Nah. Let me check. I check. Check, check and see. <laughs> I've been locked up since 2012, 13, so. I'll check. Slow down. Slow down. <laughs> ja, ja, splash. Yeah. Oh, my thing. Mm-hmm. Hold up. Give me a second. Here we go. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. Give me a second. Take your time. Oh, no. Nah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Damn, man. Now, nah, I'm a real one now. If you reach Damn, out, I'm going to respect. You got me. I'm a real one. If you reach out, I'll reach back. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to have one, man. I wanted to have one. I wanted to get him, man. Nah, if you reach out, I'll reach back. For real. Nah, but we definitely, we definitely appreciate you pulling up, man. It's, 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 a, it's, it's dope. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I knew you for a long time, and um, I was, I was on the road. When I was younger, you know, and uh, seeing you there, seeing your work ethic, and then you know the love that you show. So it means a lot. You know, it was reciprocated. So salute to you. Definitely, we out of here. Another. Well, shout out to everybody in the building. One time, yeah. Shout, yeah, shout out to the team. We got Far Rock in here too. These stacks yeah. people. We got Kai in here. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? We got my nigga Two from Hempstead Terrace. You see what I'm saying? Salute. We got say your name. Gio. We got Gio and this bitch. Like you see what I'm saying? Like I just met him. These stacks people. See what I'm yeah, saying? Anybody yeah. that's a friend, a stacks a friend of me. See what I'm saying? So that's that's how I give it up. hundred free Max B. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Welcome home, Zoo. You know what I mean? I ain't forget you, nigga. Like you know. Shout out to DJ Duya. He actually linked me with this whole situation again. So DJ Duya, um, you know, it's love. Everybody just give me a chance. You see what I'm saying? I'm back. Just hit me out for a minute. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. 
don't, you know, I, can't, I, I ain't come to shake up stuff too crazy, but just let y'all know what time it is. So. What's up, though? Shout out to the whole Far Rock, man. Shout out to, you know, um, Stacks the Coast. Rest in peace, rest in peace, Chinks. You know yeah, and go back and check my YouTube video because I get like a lot of comparisons to certain people. Like, go check my YouTube video so y'all know I'm not biting nobody and stuff like mm. that too. You see what I'm saying? Like, I've been on my splash since 2008, seven. So, you know, just let y'all know. Cause you never bring nothing like that up, so I had to let people know. Mm. As far as who you compared to? Yeah, they be compared. And who does he compare to? I, you know, we talk about it. Later. Mm. You ain't make a comparison, then, you know. I'm just saying, but, but the only. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's pretty. Who? Who? Who else? I ain't shit. These niggas can't tell me the shit. Who? M.A.? What? What? Baltimore chick? Uh, Snoop? What? Who? What? what we talking about here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right. Who? That's what I was. I mean, you can tell me. Come on, let's flip the script. I ain't know. That's my piece. I knew. I knew she been talented, so I didn't think nothing of it. I knew her for years. Yeah. So. And then I called. I called Cam today. Mm. And I supposed to buy an order just to find out if, if, if she gave no disrespect, if she gave anybody the goods. They said, nah, never. Both of them. <laughs> so now nah, I said. Yeah. Shout out to Bino. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bino said, nah, hell no flip. Nah, she ain't never. I said, oh, I wanted to have some shit to come out about, man. <laughs> I didn't have it. So, but, so niggas say you look like somebody, you acting like somebody. Well, yeah, because they, they do a comparison, you know what I mean, to the young and may or whatever like that. I guess because oh. of the hair, but. I been mm-hmm. on my splash way before that. I just don't, you know, it ain't no beef or nothing. I don't want niggas to think it's no beef, but I've been on my splash, like, <laughs> so. But all they gotta do is go on YouTube and look at but it. But some people don't go on, they don't know, you know what I mean? Like, so they like, oh, yo. It's a whole new generation now. It's a so whole they, new they, generation they, now, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yup. <laughs> I said that, remember that? Yeah, make a shit go, ooh. Like, I yeah, did yeah, that I in 07. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, we out of here, man. Make sure y'all follow the pages I, at Flip the Script Pod, at Queens Flip, at DJG Money One Five Six on the IG. Another classy joint, man. Shout out to the Rock once again, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to uh, you know, shout out to, shout out to Jaja coming through. Appreciate you. Shout out to y'all for having me. Shout out to the whole and why. You see what I'm mm. saying? Stand the fuck up, y'all niggas. Is, we was out there rolling loud. It was crazy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we was out to rolling loud. It was crazy. Shout out to, shout out to everybody. You know what I mean? Shout out to Miami, Opelika. You know what I mean? Cal City, Liberty City, Little Haiti, Fort Lauderdale, Tampa, Orlando, Jacksonville, Tallahassee. You know what I mean? I'm from there, so they gonna be like, oh, you ain't showing no. You gotta mm. show love to your hometown. Shout out to Atlanta. I've been getting a lot of love in the A, too. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of love out there. You know, y'all gonna be seeing me more. That's all I can say. What's up? Yeah, man. I need them Beach G money. That's, that's me taking advantage of that. I wrote right? a, a hook in my head while we... Oh, 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 oh. She cool, man. She cool, man. She put me on the spot. Nah, we good, uh, we good, we good. Gee. We here, man. You, know you didn't give it to her, man. Nah, we, I just did. I had to. Yeah, you can't give it to her because of that. That's, that's fucking using. That's enticement, bro. <laughs> what? She, she not. Give her, she cool, man. Yeah, she. Was she not cool? She is, but over oh, what's your premise? Because she said she came up with a hook. Yeah, yeah. Queen Flip URLTV TV once again. Stack Tob RP Stack Bundles. Facts. Um, you know. Classic interview to me as well. Um, and, you know, we just here, man. Like, once again, you know, we, we, we let people tell their stories. We, we don't talk about it before. We don't have phone conversations. We don't paint any narratives. We allow people to tell their stories. And I just be who Queens Flip is, man. If you know the brand, you know 
the plan. And you know the man. Pause. And on that case, man, lock your doors. Oh, first of all, follow me at Queens Flip with a Z. Make sure you subscribe on uh, SoundCloud and iTunes. Important. Make sure you turn your notifications off. And we're doing real good. Lock your doors. Close your windows. Close your blinds. Open your blinds. And if you see Jaja on your lawn, on your <laughs> lawn, you don't need a firearm. Nope, nope. But don't let her in because she'll cause you harm. I'm from Queens. <laughs> <laughs>